What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Wheezy's Weekend Windup. Thank y'all for coming out. Starting out with the goddamn shoutouts up in here. You know what I'm saying? Let's give a shout out to the lovely Miss T, Kitty Cat, the Flower Empress, Marion G of G's, Weeping Willas. And I've got some lightning in the background, so that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's going on in the background. All right, DJ Mossy, Miss Heaven Sent, Roscoe Coltrane, Secret Squirrel. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, all right, we got some news to cover up. If uh, you want to call in later on, StreamYard link is in the if you're in the live chat it is pinned to the very top anyone can call in we don't need one person uh you could if you want to jump in and have a menage a trois so to speak we can do that as well so don't be shy don't be scared everything will be good in the neighborhood um we will be taking that second uh episode over to odyssey so if you are catching this on Spotify or Podcast Addict, whatever your podcast player of your choice. After this section, you'll hear a little music, and then we will do a round of calls, should there be callers. So that's how these weekend windups commence. So to start it off, to get it kicked off, we will be living La Vida Loca. <laughs> Ricky Martin made the news this week and interesting tidbits to say the least. <clears throat> All right, let me pull up the article here. Um, yeah, it's freaking thundering, goddammit, over here. So if you guys hear the lightning, it's not a sound effect. That's what's going on, and hopefully my internet doesn't get fried. <laughs> uh, what's up, Demelza? What's going on? Welcome to the stream, y'all. Uh, what's up, Ms. Lemons? Who else? Did I miss anyone? I hope I didn't miss anyone. Um, I think that's everyone. All right. To the... All right. Here we go with our article here. So, Ricky Martin returns to the stage after nephew accuser drops a case this article is by liz cavario and i ripped it off of yahoo news ricky martin returned to the stage friday night after a headline making week the singer delivered an emotional show at the hollywood bowl in los angeles on friday a day after his nephew dropped this case for a restraining order against the pop singer uh so if you haven't been paying attention Mr. Martin apparently, allegedly, was living La Vida Loca. <laughs> I'm on YouTube, so I better, I better stop there. Uh, but making his debut at the iconic venue, Martin was accompanied by the Los Angeles Philharmonic and conductor Gustavo Dudamel. Martin took to the stage in a black, silky set and opened with his 2005 song till i get you from his album life he then followed up with his hits 
La Bomba and Living La Vida Loca. Calling the warm Los Angeles night beautiful, Martin paused his set to address the crowd. He smiled wide and pumped his hands, cheering, Yes, bro, yes. <laughs> As his fans cheered him on. He didn't say bro, I just added that for flavor. All I want is for you to forget all your issues tonight, he said. Just focus on love, which he apparently did and allegedly did, and light, and let's just have a good time, which he allegedly did. Uh, on, <laughs> on Thursday, during a hearing in Puerto Rico, a judge ruled against extending a temporary order of protection against the singer. After the case was withdrawn, Martin appeared remotely as he resides in L.A. NBC News confirmed that the person who filed the restraining order was his son, was the son of Martin's half-sister. The nephew also alleged that he and Martin had had a sexual and romantic relationship that lasted for seven months, according to a court document obtained by Telemundo and shared with NBC News. The Grammy winner denied all allegations against him. Um, so this article is more on the side of the accuser. So this is a, another article written by Haven Orecio Igrisitz. I think that's how you say the name. Uh, Puerto Rico police say Ricky Martin's nephew got death threats not to appear at the singer's restraining order hearing. This is a lesser known side to the story. So we all heard the charges getting dropped and whatnot, but very few outlets are talking about the death threats as to being the reason as to why they were dropped. Puerto Rico police say that Ricky Martin's nephew received death threats <clears throat> ahead of the singer's court hearing on a restraining order. Martin's nephew filed a complaint with police after he received two intimidating phone calls on Tuesday night. According to Puerto Rican newspaper El Nuevo Día, according to the complaint, the alleged victim told police he answered a phone call from a Canadian area code at 9.05 p.m. and heard a man's voice saying, if you speak at the hearing, we'll kill you. One minute later, he received another phone call from a New York number in which a man named the street where he lives, the complaint says, or says, Martin's lawyers did not immediately respond to insiders' request for comment on the recent death threats. Martin was issued the stay-away order earlier this month after a petitioner told the court he had stalked him uh, after the sexual relationship ended. Martin's attorney, Marty Singer, has said that the accuser is Martin's 21-year-old nephew and denied that they were ever in a sexual relationship. All right, so there's that to our next story many of you had probably seen uh, let's see many of you have probably seen those articles so there's a little bit of both sides who is telling the truth who knows what is truth podcast on your favorite podcast player like and subscribe god damn it <laughs> um all right, to our next story, we have, uh, all right, you guys have probably seen, you guys hear that lightning in the background? It's coming down. What's up, that says Trail. Welcome to the goddamn stream. Uh, so, 
earlier in the week, AOC, a.k.a. Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez, was protesting uh, the abortion stuff and was arrested. But she was arrested and not put in handcuffs. And, you know, that you can be arrested and not put in handcuffs. <clears throat> If you're considered not to be a threat or someone that's going to escape, someone as well-known a figure as AOC clearly fits that protocol. So she was escorted away and <laughs> threw on a show. Let's play that clip for you right now where she's asking or she's acting like she's being arrested. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> got her hands behind her but then she raises like yeah yeah you know hardcore um silly shit no doubt by aoc but sillier still was another ex-politician or maybe he's still a politician i'm not i'm not 100 sure that uh apparently did a weird flex on that <laughs> And uh, this guy, Mr. Rod Blagojevich, I believe is his name. Uh, yeah, he wrote, he put this on his Twitter. AOC pretends to be handcuffed. At least when I got arrested, I got arrested for real. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And he puts his fucking mugshot on. You would think this was like some kind of a you know, a troll account making fun of the situation, but it it's from his own account. And uh, I don't know. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, a weird flex nonetheless. And um, I found it funny. <laughs> Maybe you guys do too. All right. To our next article. This one is kind of upsetting in many, many ways. All right, this is on Yahoo News. Articles written by Trudy Ring. Trans woman now in men's prison after impregnating two by consexual relations. I screwed that up, but it sounds good. So we'll, we'll just keep it at that. Um, notice how it says in men's prison. Just keep that, keep that note in mind. All right, so there is the transgender inmate that impregnated two females. A transgender woman, quote unquote, inmate in New Jersey has been transferred to a men's prison after impregnating two women at the state's only women's correctional institution. And she was placed on suicide watch at one point. Demi Minor, 27, had been housed at the Edna Mahan. Mahan, I don't know, Correctional Facility for Women, New York, or New Jersey Advanced Media Reports. The media company had reported in April that two women at the prison had become pregnant through consensual relationships with a trans prisoner, later identified as minor. The state, the state prohibits even consensual relationships among prisoners. She has now been transferred to a vulnerable inmates unit at Garden State Youth Correctional Facility, which houses 
young adults. So kids, uh, they're saying, you know, the headline said into a men's prison. But it's clear it's a youth facility. So I don't know how people twist shit around, but that's the day and age we live in. Uh, the state had agreed. Let's see. Minor is serving a 30-year 30 30 year sentence for manslaughter. The state had agreed to house most trans prisoners according to the gender identity and to provide gender-affirming care under a settlement. More ridiculousness. It reached in June 2021 with a trans woman who sued. This woman had said she was harassed and assaulted by both staff and fellow inmates when housed with male prisoners. The settlement required the state to keep the policy in place for at least a year. That year is up, but the New Jersey Department of Corrections is continuing to operate under the policy, although it plans to make minor modifications, a spokesperson told New Jersey Advanced Media. It's unclear if minor was on hormone therapy, which likely would have prevented her from being able to impregnate anyone. A pinned tweet on her Twitter's feed mentions treatment being delayed by the COVID-19 pandemic, but it is two years old on April a post by the administrators of the Justice for Demi website notes that she was surprised transferred to Edna Mahan in 2020 while earnestly requesting hormones and gender-affirming items. Things supply chains didn't exist for any men's prison. After the pregnancies came to light, Minor and the two other women were placed in some form of solitary confinement. A minor was told she was a security threat and given notice that she would be transferred to, uh, let's see, the post states. This could mean loss of her access to hormones, gender-affirming items, gender-appropriate housing, and surgery. The site continues. To be clear, Edna Mahan has housed pregnant inmates before. Edna Mahan has had inmates caught in romantic relationships before. None of this has ever constituted a security threat. In a letter posted on the site in June, Minor wrote that she hanged herself in the van that was transporting her from Edna Mahan to Garden State and she was placed on suicide watch where she arrived at the latter. She has also said she was beaten during the transfer and she, so pity patty, blah, blah, blah. So more craziness. If you want to read the article, go ahead. I'm already bored. Uh, but more craziness. We are told that people that identify whatever gender they choose are that gender, and yet they can impregnate women <laughs> and then get transferred to youth facilities after that. More madness, more crazy, more ridiculousness. And, um, I want to just give a quick, quick little update on the Uvalde. I've been covering that case. And if you want to go back and listen to previous episodes, make sure you follow me on Odyssey. If you only follow me on YouTube, you are missing on a host of content and videos. I've covered many, many things, some of which are not deemed friendly by this particular platform. So if you want, the whole gamut 
Definitely follow me on Odyssey. Link will be in the live chat by my awesome, exquisite mods. And follow me there. And that's where we're going to take the call-in section. And um, also follow me on your favorite podcast player. Apple iTunes, Spotify. And uh, Podcast Addict is would be the place in case anything happens in any of these other locations. Uh, that is a free speech platform, 100%. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to get into too much of the Uvalde thing because I've done tons of coverage on it. Not tons, but much more coverage on it. Um, but Uvalde was the, where a school shooting took place back in May 24th, I believe, where the police stood down. And since, you know, the story that came out and the story since have shown incompetence whether willing or unwilling who knows uh cops taking selfies in the hallways instead of breaking in while kids are bleeding out just disgusting all-around behavior by this police force and it's been covered up for lack of a better word they refuse to show the cctv footage and all this other you know the body cams and all this stuff and the stuff that has been leaked out and shown has just angered people like myself who have been wanting transparency and it's still the cover-up still continues uh while the school board postpones meeting to discuss firing police chief pete arredondo the school district canceled the meeting at the request of arredondo's lawyer a new date has not been set this article is by brian lopez at the texas tribune um website all right. While the school officials have postponed a scheduled Saturday meeting to decide whether to fire police chief Pete Arredondo at the superintendent's recommendation. Uh, Arredondo remains on unpaid administrative leave. Blame for the fiercely criticized response to the massacre during which law enforcement waited more than an hour to confront the shooter has largely fallen on Arredondo, who leads the six member school district police department. The district placed him on administrative leave roughly one month after the shooting. So this guy is the one getting the brunt of the blame, and rightfully so. He claims he didn't come with his gear. He forgot his radio uh, because it was in the way. He gave the stand-down orders. I mean, just a shit show. And this guy had training in active shooter situations. And there's also talk of destroying the school and building a new one. Just a bunch of ridiculousness that just makes your blood boil. It's, it's pretty, pretty disgusting how this whole situation has unfolded and been handled. Uh, so there's that. And then we will move on to our last but not least article supplied by... The lovely Miss T. Thank you for this. This is breaking wind news right here, y'all. All right. Dad who hasn't stopped farting since he ate a ham roll in 2017 sues for 200,000 pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a father who says he has been plagued with wind since he ate a ham sandwich. Five years ago is now taking legal action. 
Tyrone Crades, 46, claims that since he ate the roll at a Christmas market in 2017, his life has never been the same, and he now suffers with flatulence so badly that it wakes him up at night. <laughs> Mr. Prades from Wiltshire is suing the company who operated the stall for over 200,000 pounds. He says that hours after eating the sandwich and the event in Birmingham, he felt unwell with a tummy ache. Sounds like someone I knows. Uh, this led to such a severe illness, including fever and diarrhea, that he was laid up in bed for five weeks, his lawyers told the high court. Flooring company boss, Mr. Prades, believes he contracted salmonella from the stall and claims others who ate there were also infected. His lawyer, Robert Parkin, said the claimant continues to suffer from excessive flatulence, which causes him a great deal of embarrassment. <laughs> the symptoms are primarily fatigue and altered bowel function associated with churning within his abdomen and flatulence. The claimant's stomach continues to make frequent churning noises <laughs> to the extent his sleep can become disrupted. The extent of the symptoms has been life-changing. He said that there was a public health England investigation leading to the stall being closed and deep cleaned. <laughs> a total of 16 people in three groups complained of similar symptoms after eating at the stall, he says. He said the two cases of salmonellosis were confirmed as originating at the stall between 9 and 11 December 2017. Mr. Prades alleges the company was negligent in supplying a contaminated BAP, having failed to have sufficient hygiene measures in place. It is plain that a foodstuff which is contaminated by the manner the BAP was not one which was suitable for human consumption, he says. Environmental health operators found E. coli on a knife at the stall, but no evidence of salmonella. But operator Frankfurt Christmas Market denies blame, which its barrister Philip Davy saying Mr. Prades had claimed to suffer from E. coli. The allegation had the allegation the BAP was contaminated with salmonella bacteria is not admitted and must be proved, Mr. Davy said. The company is also disputing the size of the claim. The case is now set to go to trial for a later date. We will be reporting on the story. All right. So that is the end of our stories. Hope you guys enjoyed that. We, if you guys want to call in, let's see, do we have anyone on the stream yard? You guys want to call in, hit that stream yard link and we will be back on odyssey so if you are new to how we do these things make sure you hit the odyssey link follows there and the show will continue
What's up, y'all? This is the Odyssey edition. Seems like it was having a little bit of issues, so we'll hopefully get some more people coming in. I know Miss T put the link to the Odyssey on the Facebook group. If you guys are interested, Facebook group is in the description down there of the video of this. And yeah, it wasn't showing up on some people's streams. So make sure you hit those fire buttons, please. God damn it. And thank you guys for coming out. What's up, Miss Hev? Ooh, Miss Hev looks like me calling in. Anyone else wants to call in? Miss Lemons, you and your CERN talk, you go ahead and call in. You lovely lady. What's up, Miss Empress? George is channel. George's. Hell yeah. Red, red wine, my man. Red, red wine. Uh, what's up, Marion G of G's? That is a true gangster right there, Miss Marion G. And Miss T will be here soon. She had to put the link in the Facebook group. Um, it wasn't showing up. I don't know what was going on. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Miss Lemons? You gonna call in or what? Come on now. Don't be shy. Just like talking to a homie. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Oh, here we go. All right. Miss Hev. Uh, oh, let me. Okay, can you give me some some more talkage, please? Let me adjust your microphone. Hello. Hey, going. You you look like an Eskimo. What the hell's going on over there? It's do, cold. Do you I want feel, me to? I feel like me, an Eskimo. It's freezing. Do you want me to put you on the uh, screen? Yeah, that's okay. Yep. All right. All right. Just want to ask <laughs> your permission. No problem. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I saw I saw um some fog coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell's going it's, on over there? It's cold. <laughs> it's been cold for uh, all this summer's been colder than usual. So yeah. Uh, I mean, winter. Sorry, and summer actually was colder than usual this year. So. Yeah, we've had quite a um, unusually cold year. Oh no! Hmm. So, so uh, what's the weather like over there right now? Holy shit! You're, it's clearing up. I, this is weird for me, Miss Hev. You don't understand. I am sweating me balls off. I'm on Odyssey, yep. so I can say that shit. Um, yep. I'm sweating in. We had 105 degree weather the other day, Fahrenheit, and inside my work vehicle, because I have no air conditioning, I haven't had air conditioning for an entire effing year, uh, it's like 115, 120 degrees inside my it's truck. It's much hotter, yes. Yeah, and it, as hot as it is outside, when before I have to get back in my vehicle, I like to bask in the outdoor weather, even if it's 105 yes. degrees, because as soon as I get in my vehicle, I get a heat rush. I'm not even it, it's like a furnace hitting me in the face. I'm yep. like, oh, God damn it. I and know exactly to see, what that's like. And then to see you dressed the way you are, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be strange. Really yeah. strange being in such hot weather and yeah, seeing someone dressed like this yeah it's just it's cold here yeah just it, it's actually sunny today i don't think it's gonna i think the rain's clearing up we've had rain constantly for 
what feels like a couple of weeks. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, your camera got a little. Yeah, I'm blurring out. Blur, blurred I don't know out. Why? Oh, you're good. Maybe it's the snow. It got it got inside the lens. <laughs> there is no snow yet. Um, I've been uh, waiting, but there is none. I'm just. I don't know why it. it's doing that. Oh well. Oh, uh, you're all right. So, yeah, thank you, Missy, for putting the the link on in the group and getting everyone out there. I I'm not sure why the link wasn't showing up. Maybe I did it differently. I don't know, but looks like people have moseyed their way on in, so we should be good now. Uh, what you think about the the farting case? <laughs> I thought that was ridiculous. Seriously, yeah. Seriously, I mean, I kind of wish I had a thought of it many years ago because I was sick for eighteen years. Can you imagine? With stomach problems. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah, it was just, I thought it was ridiculous. I thought, oh, come on. Yeah. Now, can you imagine getting that amount of money for claiming that a sandwich made you fart for two years? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. It was ridiculous. He should try going through labor pain seven hours a day every day for, two, for 18 years and see how that feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's horrible, but. That's the kind of uh, kind of world we're living in where you can make up the most outlandish claims and apparently win. Well, it sounds like that sandwich shop is going to be fighting it and take it to court, which good on them. I mean, this shit's good, ridiculous. They should. How the hell? Yeah. Can you prove that a sandwich you ate two years ago? I mean, if if he wins, that means shit. I I could say, well, five years ago I I ate this and that, and it gave me diarrhea for ages, and I was embarrassed, and give me my half a million dollars. Yep. Everyone's gonna be doing that kind of shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I could have said back in two thousand and four, I ate some McDonald's, and it made me sick for eighteen years. Imagine how much I'd get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty disturbing. That's the the age we're it's living. It's just in. ridiculous. To the the society we live in, everyone wants to kind of sue. It's very litigious, yeah. and I think that part of our society will end up going away. Ah, uh, won't won't happen. Won't be yeah. allowed. It, there's a lot of interesting stuff, and so if you know, do you have any? Any news stuff that we can definitely cover here? See, when I'm when I'm on YouTube, I have to tiptoe what I can oh, no. and can't. There was a ton of articles and, and and stories that I did want to touch on, but I figured you know if we do an Odyssey segment, we can speak about them here. Uh, but on YouTube, I gotta I gotta keep it rated G. So yeah, um, I do have there... one thing to report on. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, apparently, uh, Trump has just said if he comes back, he's actually draining the swamp this time. The reason he didn't last time is because he was setting up all the, um, what, do, what do you call them, executive orders and things to be able to do it. And that's why they stole the election. They, were, they knew what he was doing, so they took it. And um, this time, if he does get in, he's going to fully, he's going to take it down to minimal government. He's going to make the government smaller than what it is because there's too many too many career people in government and they actually, even though they're not supposed to, they do have influence over 
issues, you know what I mean? And they're making problems for the hot, like everyone's making problems for the one person to try and get things done. So that just, yeah. whether you believe it or not, that's just, yeah, what I'm hearing. And it's a I know story. that Steve you, Bannon yeah. uh, it has said that, look, he's back in Trump no matter what, and they can arrest him if they want and lock him up. So Steve, Steve Bannon is a very shady individual. He was very good friends with Jeff Epstein. Yep. Steve Bannon, I, I, I can't, I wouldn't trust that guy. With yeah, a I don't trust pole. anyone till things happen, you know what I mean? I'm not trusting anyone till, uh, I do, actually I do, sorry, I do, I trust Trump, I do. I know you don't like I don't history, trust but anyone, I, do. I don't trust any of these clowns. I think it's like, a, like I've said it before, and you know, if people are tuning in for the first time, I, I just view both sides as the same shit that get us to yep. fight against each other get us to argue and and hate each yeah. other and yep. at the end of the day it's all pulled by the same fucking people um i agree I, with that other than i do believe trump was an outsider other than that yeah and i know people say why he's a billionaire and that i well, don't know it's not why. only that it's I just the, the that. epstein connections and then the even before yep. he became elected he had a lot of baggage um a lot of weird stuff i i know yeah but a lot of that week, was made up by the press some of it for sure some of it but yep. other shit was real and was never reported by the press which for me tells me they picked and choose they like if, if trump said something mean quote unquote they ran yep. with that story. But any of the serious shit, they never really said anything. I mean, the, yeah, the no. whole Saudi connection, every single president, for whatever reason, seems to cower to the goddamn Saudis. And the Saudi Arabian government is one of the dirtiest, next to Israel, one of the dirtiest regimes in the, in the, on the planet. Uh, mm -hmm. When Khashoggi got murdered, even the mainstream media all said that the Saudi Arabian government was in a conspiracy. They killed Jamal Khashoggi, even the mainstream media. Who came to the defense of the Saudis? Donald Trump. Yep. And it's just- Because I believe Khashoggi was a double agent. Even though he's a reporter, he was caught. I don't, that, that's just what I heard, okay? I don't I, know, it'll come I, out I in think the wash. He, I think he was a good guy, a whistleblower, that because he dared speak against the Saudi Arabian regime, he got butchered and it was basically a sign and when a, a regime can kill a prominent journalist like that where everyone knows you're guilty of it and not suffer any repercussions um look what saudi arabia is doing right now with biden like biden you're our bitch we're we're yeah, not gonna exactly. sell you our oil well and, and you know saudi, what they did that's the thing saudi you know what they arabia did when trump went there they actually bowed to him and held like their parties and things, same as um, because he gave them a hundred million dollar weapons deal. <laughs> yeah, but it, they those, were working it, together towards peace. It wasn't well, um, what people well, think it is. But well, let's those, see how it plays out. Those a hundred million dollar weapons were used against the Yemen people. A story yeah. where the MSM refuses to cover. It's it's yeah. basically a genocide going against the poor Yemen people. And the Saudi Arabian regime is trying to steal the rest of their oil resources. And it's been going on for years. It's basically a genocide. I can't remember the number, but so many Yemenis people die every each and every day. 
and the mainstream news never even touches it they'll touch the shit on ukraine all day long but you never yeah. know and, and the average person has no idea of what the hell is going on in yemen and what's going on yeah. in yemen is 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 freaking unbelievable and i'm trying to get a um i don't want to say any names but i'm trying to get this person that is an expert in the whole saudi arabian uh yemen conflict and mm -hmm. that way you know as small as this show is whatever i'm trying to make people aware to it and this is yeah. what bothers me anytime there's nothing good from saudi arabia and, and when i when i talk about saudi arabia i'm not talking about the saudi arabian the average citizen or whatever they they have no control of how their regime yeah. is run i'm talking about no, the no. goddamn regime the regime yeah. is fucking dirty they were involved in 9 11 they've been involved in all these um assassinations mm -hmm. and they're all they have one of the highest if not the highest billionaires per capita on the planet uh apparently there's a neighborhood with i can't remember how many people but it's all billionaires billionaires mm -hmm. that live in that neighborhood and this and where do they get this money from they get it by invading and stealing shit from the other middle eastern countries you see these other middle eastern countries that are just scraping by don't have shit they can't feed their people and then mm -hmm. you have a place like saudi arabia where <coughs> basically everyone is a billionaire and a lot of their structures very few people know this a lot of their structures which are magnificent no question but were built by modern day slavery yeah and people don't know this shit and this yeah. is the shit that I, I i try to expose and 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 that's why for me that's one of the red flags against trump is yeah that i know coward. about yemen and i know about yemen and how it's been going on a long time there were um, arrests of the royal uh, Saudi royal family a few years ago, and I believe they're behind a lot of that stuff. Because a, a lot of the time, it's not necessarily the main leader; it's the people around who are already running that government. If they don't play that way, well, then they're out, you know. Um, but I think it'll be sorted out. I think. Honestly, if we just watch what happens, I mean, still report on everything, you know what I mean? But um, as time goes on, I think we're going to see things unfold that it's not what we think. Like a lot of things aren't what we think they are. We've been told a lot of rubbish, you know? There, there, there is. I, I do agree and with that. There's so much. And when you think about reporters, reporters, a lot of them come from the, uh, especially through America and that they go through the CIA, Mockingbird, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. They're all... Um, that's what I think Khashoggi was part of. Sorry, but I do think Khashoggi was part of that. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, he, if he was, he would have been safe. And he worked for Jeff Not Bezos. Not necessarily. They he, do throw the odd one under the bus to take he, the blame if they know they can't get out of it. He worked essentially for a Jeff Bezos company, you know. And yeah. when he was murdered in cold blood, you can, you can say the guy was good or not good but no one deserves to be butchered yeah no no, no and, they and, don't, and no. he was butchered uh by the saudis in such a fucking barbaric manner and yeah. um and jeff bezos instead of coming out and saying condemning the saudi arabian regime for assassinating murdering uh grotesquely 
butchering one of his pretty much employees mm -hmm. what does he do he stays quiet and instead sends praises to saudi arabia uh so yeah i i i can't stand the saudi arabian regime um it's one of the most evil ones on the planet and again it's not i'm not I saying nothing about, on that. I'm, yep. I'm not saying anything about the average saudi arabian citizen i'm not saying that it's the regime um yeah same That's thing not when most, i when i criticize yeah it's the same thing with when i criticize israel i have yep. nothing against the average person person that that lives there but the regime is one of the yeah it's it's one of the and same thing with the american cia the fbi it's yep. it, our country is run by these uh shadow governments that jfk warned they us are. about these secret societies if you will that's yep. who runs the show at the end of the day and uh yep. and in the uk you have the mi6 uh you know running shit and the Mossad is everywhere as i've already stated but that's who really caused the shots it's these secret secret shadowy governments if you will that that lay the groundwork you know for these agendas and everything and they're embedded like you said in the in the in the you know in, in the media everywhere mm -hmm. everywhere uh it's been they've been at it for decades uh yep. well before the 60s they've been at it and over decades they've learned to craft their you know quote unquote skill yeah, even better so kind of thing. Yep. yeah so it's just and, and that's what makes it harder to tell you know what is true and what and what's bullshit yeah that's so. what i'm finding at the moment it's hard to know exactly what's going on and my memory as i said my memory is like a sieve sometimes honestly yeah. so i know things and then they go they go they'll go out of my mind and i won't be able to remember them when i'm you know at a certain time but then later on down the track i'll remember you know what happened there or what you know this was or with the Khashoggi thing i still can't remember but i There's think there was something movie. about him being a double agent and i just watch the movie i wish i could give you the well there's a documentary uh called the dissident uh yep. d-i-s-s -D -S. and it was so explosive that amazon refused to you know to stream that uh documentary um mm -hmm. and i can't remember if netflix thought about it and then did it or maybe it is on netflix i can't remember it's been a while but it's a great one and it shows you how the saudi arabian government despised him because yep. Khashoggi was calling him out he, you you have to realize that if you're a citizen in in a regime such as saudi arabia if you start calling them out you're putting your ass on the line you're asking yeah. to get taken out and that's what he did and that's exactly what happened to him and it, I, I would watch that yeah i i highly recommend it and it's tough to watch because it's really really it's really fucked up what what happened to him yeah. you know and it's all because he whistleblowed um, anytime yeah. someone whistleblows, uh, you you start reporting on things that quote unquote shouldn't be said. Shit happens to you. Look at Julian Assange. Um, yeah. You know, any anyone that dares speak out against the tyranny suffers the repercussions. And I still think the thing with Assange is they're going to get him back to the USA. They're going to extradite him. 
He's going to speak in court and then he's going to be pardoned. That's what I think. Uh, but I'll still say keep fighting, everyone. Just keep fighting anyway. It doesn't matter. No. Keep fighting and just keep speaking on the what you find out. You know what I mean? We'll get to the truth. That's, That's what I think. Very, very Orwellian in in many regards. Did you ever read that book, uh, Orwell's 1984? No, I watched the movie. Okay. Which the probably wasn't as much detail. No, 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 no. Nowhere near it. I've watched the do. movie and it's okay. And yep. It's okay. But you know when people tell you the book is much better? Uh, yep. Orwell. Always. God damn. And you can listen to an audiobook. Um, it's on YouTube. It's the audiobook. Who the hell? Let me see if I can find it. I'll keep talking while I find it. But yeah, I think I've come across that. I should listen to it, the audiobook of it. Yeah, and this guy puts sound effects. So it's like, it's almost like an interactive, it's almost like you're listening to a movie because the guy's voice is excellent. And yep. then cu coupled with George Orwell's exquisite writing skills, I mean, the way he writes you can visualize it everything so you don't need to be yeah. seeing images uh it, it's such such a work of art you know the way he wrote that book but yeah the amount of detail he goes into uh the audiobook is about 11 hours long and you can listen yeah. to it you know i anytime i listen to long audiobooks personally speaking I usually yep. speed it up to 1.5, sometimes 1.75 speed. So you're yep. cutting it to, instead of listening for 10, 11 hours, you're cutting it down to six hours. And if you can, yep. you know, and six hours is much, much more manageable. And if you need to break it up those six hours into two or three days, you're done with it, you know? Yeah. But I've listened to that audiobook three times, uh, 1984. I've watched the movie oh, really? twice. Yeah, I've I've watched the movie twice, but the book yep. is so much better. Uh, the yeah. audio book, anyways. And um, uh, Stephen Parker, Stephen Parker, uh, George Orwell's 1984. So go to it's on YouTube. Um, yep. Stephen Parker, George Orwell's 1984. It's an audio book, but his version is the best version out there because he has a great voice, and then the sound effects that he puts you know like if they're walking in a town you hear the the sounds of the town if they're in a dungeon you know you hear the clanking of this and that it's it's a work of art um yeah so anyone I just that, wrote it down if you haven't <laughs> listened to george orwell or you haven't read it or listened to the audiobook of george orwell's 1984 especially everything that we have gone through the last couple years it will all make so much sense it's freaking insane that this book was written i believe in 1947 yep. and holy shit and the reason it's called 1984 is because this is how george orwell envisioned 1984 would look like now yep. he was off by a few decades you know yep. but it's still incredible nonetheless i mean he still got it right in the end fuck, yeah he did he was just off a few decades you know pretty much but yeah. The the totali totalitarianism that he speaks about. Um he he was a self-described socialist at the time. However, mm -hmm. he did he wasn't um he wasn't deceitful. He knew he had seen what had gone on in Russia. And yes. during around this time is when he's seen Nazi Germany doing doing its thing. And so 
he knew that socialism sounds great on paper, but to put it yeah. in practice just doesn't work. And so no, it never that's has. what and... that's what his book is basically talking about. He's like, yeah, um, even though he himself favored socialism because on paper it sounds good, uh, he also wasn't naive to believe that you know this is what it leads to. It leads to exactly. a bunch of bullshit. So yeah, um, it leads it, to a boot stamping on a human head forever. Yeah, he's. He, it's a fascinating, fascinating book. If you haven't read it yep. or listened to the audiobook, I highly recommend it. Especially even if you're into the, if you don't believe official narratives and governments, because everything he talks about, he talks about double speak. Um, how yep. the governments will change definitions right before your eyes. We saw that with what a vaccine was. The whole definition of a vaccine essentially changed uh, during this pandemic. Uh, what gain-of-function research, the definition yes. of that changed. So yep. many fucking things. Even recently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Biden read the teleprompter and said, uh, you know, repeat the line. And, and, and the White House came out with a statement saying that that's what was written on, you know, on his speech. When we all heard yep. what we heard, but yep. this is exactly what Orwell was talking about, how these governments will tell you and lie to you right in front of you and exactly. never apologize and just say, no, this is it. You heard this and that's the end of that. And the media are a huge part of it too. I, I blame the media a lot because they're supposed to be investigative reporters and they're not at all. They're just towing one party line, and same as our media here. They're just with one party. They're they're partisan, but they're all the same. And you they, can't have a media like that. Yeah, yeah they are you you can, but it's yeah. all the same. Um, these whole parties, this left and right paradigm bullshit. I don't buy it. Yeah, it's, it's all theater. the same fucking it's shit. Theater. I know. You know, I I said this before, but in the you know, during the Iraq war days, it was the Republicans pushing the Iraq yep. war. And it was the Democrats, you know, or the people that voted Democrat that were like, no, fuck, you know, fuck the government tyranny. Um, there's no such thing as weapons of mass destruction. Republicans were like, George Bush is God, uh, you know, yep. blah, blah, blah. That's what it was. No. People forget that. You, yep. you now forward and it's flip flopped, which to me is just clear example that they're both part of it's. Two wings of the same they goddamn are. bird. Same swamp. It's the same, same swamp. Shit. And, and, in and, both parties. In, in one they era, they have to get control of both sides. Yeah. And in to. one era, one is in one era, one one is a good guy, one is a bad guy. You always have to have that that proverbial good and bad battle yeah. going on. It, it seems like yeah. it's all part of the script. And yeah, yeah it's just I I guess it's just when people oh yeah yeah it's it's a party thing it's a party thing yes but it's all the same shit at the end of the day i i'm not i'm not falling for any of this you know yeah i've seen i've seen friends of mine that i voted democrat all my life and now i'm i'm voting republican republican yeah but you have gotta I'm, be careful which republican you're voting for too i You've just got to look i, into I, I don't their... have faith in any of them so i don't yep. no longer con call myself a democrat at all yeah but 
That doesn't mean I'm a Republican or, or no, voter no, Republican yeah. or anything. I say fuck both sides. Um, yep. I care. I care about. They need a new party. We all need a new party to. But if if, the if a new party sprang up, yeah, but you don't the think the people. CIA would be springing that shit up? Oh yeah, guys. Yeah, here's your here's your third option. It's that's all why bullshit. government got too big. You gotta you gotta minimize it. We How all have we to that, minimize though? our government just to do like admin, not not tell people what to do. They're not there to make laws. They don't have any right o over anyone else to make laws other than our faith in them. That's it. Yeah. Like you can't go to your neighbour and arrest him for not giving you money once a year, if, say, you know, that you call tax, right? You can't go and arrest your neighbour at gunpoint and say, right, I'm going to put you in a cage now because you didn't give me any money. <laughs> so how, who money. gives them the authority to be able to do it in government? It's our faith in them. And a lot of governments run by lawyers and they speak legalese, which is actually the English language, but it words don't mean what you think they mean. So when they're talking, they're talking legalese and we don't understand what legalese is. So when, when they're talking, we're not getting the full picture. We're getting Guess words that mean completely different things. You know what I mean? And I, I'm sure the media do it too. Yeah, we're getting we're getting gaslit by our own goddamn yep. government. I've been, yep. I've, uh, James Corbett, which I got in yep. contact with him again. Uh, yep. I was supposed to have him about a year ago, but he's so goddamn busy. But I got a hold of him he again. Is. I got a hold of him again, and um, we're still. Hopefully, in a few months, I'll be able. He's working on two big documentaries at the moment. So yep. he's not doing many, uh, many podcasts at the moment. But he emailed me yesterday or two days ago, and so we're still on for something. Oh, that's uh, good. That's oh good my to god, that is that is my personal go-to person because, he, and I relate to him in many ways. You know, he was yep. very much along my same ways, a lefty, liberal uh, type of guy, and then. He saw the bullshit for what he was, and he's like, you know what? Screw it. They're both, both sides are, are bullshit. And he's done yeah. exposés on Obama. He's done exposés on Trump. He's done. He's mm -hmm. he genuine, genuinely is down the middle. He doesn't. If one side is doing something good, he'll say it's good. And if that yep. same side does something bad, he's gonna call out the bad. And and yeah, when it comes to some, when it when he's done his uh, documentaries. He's got several real, real good ones. It's James Corbett. If you're on Odyssey, you want to check out the Corbett Report. It's C-O-R-B-E-T-T. -T. Yeah. Uh, Corbett Report. Um, check him out. But his documentary, How Big Oil um, Took Over the World, is one of the best ones. He's done several 9-11 ones that are exquisite. His, the amount of research he puts in. You know, I do a little bit of research here and there, and I try to do what I can, but I've, I'm working 60, 70 hours a week, so I can only do... Yeah, it's hard. I, I, yeah. yeah, it's so... It's it's damn hard. James is one of these full-time researchers, and his documentaries are... Re I'm not blowing smoke up his butt, but he does world-class, top-notch stuff, you know? Like, he does. And, and, and he always puts his, you know, his footnotes of where he got this information from um it, it's just awesome but 
he um he he did a he, he did several documentaries and one of them is how big oil changed the world or whatever or took yes. over the world i can't remember but it, and he's also done one on the federal reserve those yep. two are some of the best ones he's done in my opinion and when uh the one on the federal reserve used to be whenever you typed in federal reserve on google his documentary was the first uh search on google once yep. he got banned it's hard to find that documentary but it's been seen by yes. millions but he in yep. that in that uh documentary he's br breaking down what money is because it's such a simple question what is money yep yeah and you'll get different answers from different people and i've been lately i've been um listening to many audiobooks on money how the federal reserve works and and whatnot and my takeaway from these books that i've been listening to and reading is pretty simple and it's apparent once you once you really dig into it but when you don't know any better you're like what the fuck it's all a ponzi scheme yes exactly it's all a goddamn ponzi scheme money ain't shit and and <laughs> nope. yet we all of our lives are we chase it revolve around this fictional fucking god if you will called money Money's as good as having a piece of wood with notches in it yeah and if you watch well, the money makers or the money masters it's a three-hour documentary um that tells you how it went from pieces of wood with uh, notches in it to how much money you have to the the cash system we have yeah i but I, I've also gone to James Corbett. He was my go-to as well for many, many years. Yeah. And it was only when I realised mainstream media was lying and then I tuned into him and he was reading mainstream media and he was going off that and I kind of thought, ooh, okay. And I kind of backed off and haven't really watched much of his stuff since, which is not a really good thing to do, really. Um. But, yeah, when he reads mainstream news articles, I'm kind of, oh, don't trust him, mate. He, he, not he everything break, they're saying is true. He, he, he's not saying it's true, though. He, he does, in fact, use them, but he breaks them down. And then he'll grab an article and say, okay, so this is what's going on, and here's yep. why it's wrong. Or, look, they're lying okay, to you. Okay, I haven't watched him for about six years, no, he, so it's pretty. Yeah, no, I... I to me, he's my one hundred percent go-to. Yeah, um, I love. Yeah, the don't guy. blame you. I was I, the same. I was yeah. exactly the same. I, I still and I still many have, many years. He's the one and that I used woke to me go. Up. Yeah, to yep. the nine eleven stuff. His documentaries on nine eleven are freaking amazing. Uh, he, yeah, they are. He, he has a series on whistleblowers. Yeah, the dancing Israelis and all that. He did all the, that, didn't he? The whistleblowers is amazing one for people that believe the official 9-11 story because a lot of them will yeah. say if that was an inside job there would be whistleblowers there would be well guess what there are, there are. whistleblowers yep. and hidden. and um yeah it's 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 pretty 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 amazing um i sorry i, I just had a had a mind um Remind me at the end before we talk. I I was gonna I was gonna send you a DM because you're awesome. Yep. It was just an awesome little DM. Uh, nothing but love for you. And you, oh, God but love yeah, you. remind me at the end because I forget shit. But uh, hey, you know what happened to me the other day? I was driving along. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, you're okay. I was driving along and and 
an old song came on the radio called Mexican Radio, right? And the first person I thought of was Wheezy. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going along, I'm, I'm on a Mexican radio. <laughs> I'm on a Mexican, whoa, radio. I, I, <laughs> I'm driving probably, along. <laughs> I probably am speaking for a lot of the followers that follow me for you know from the uk but i'm sure that happens with a lot of them anytime they hear any kind yeah. of mexican or they hear a mexican dish enchiladas or whatever um they, yeah wheezy. They, yeah we I'm, I'm sure i'm the first thing that pops up <laughs> and that's awesome good Yay. that way you guys can you can honestly say now in your lives have you ever met some mexican people shit Wheezy's my homie. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because other than that, I don't I don't know if I have. I wouldn't know, really. I never heard of any Mexicans in Australia, but maybe one of these no. days I'll go over there and, and build a snowman with you, Miss Hev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole family snowman. can come and you can everyone can build snowman and <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they love it. Kids love it too. Hell yeah. No, but yeah. just to get back on the on the money thing, because I, I had some interesting yeah. I hadn't. I, no, you're good. No, th this is what you already know. My podcast. We don't stick on one damn subject the entire time. We jump around. That's what we do. Yep. So don't. There's no reason to apologize. And, and I had to mention I, it before I forgot. No, I do it all the time. I I jump around. I'm like, and I have to get back on track. And I forget. I get carried on. But um, uh, you know, sometimes I carry on for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but like I. I was reading this book. I need to find out the, the, I need to remember the title, but it was about money and they were breaking down the history of money and how different civilizations all over the world use money. Yeah. And a, a, a big part of the money history, it was bartering. So yes. you could barter work, trade work for services or whatever the hell it was and yep. and and that was the way it was run it wasn't until yep. these fucking bankers started ponzi scheming the shit out of it you know and exactly. it essentially started when people you know from from this book a lot of people were hoarding their gold or their silver uh with locksmiths yes which you you're like Lock, locksmiths what are you talking about because locksmiths knew how to work with metal and they could cage it up and lock it up or whatever yep, lock it away and lock it away and so they were the initial banks and they were legitimate banks because you could get a a note you know like uh, uh like a note look this is what you have in here and that was as yes. good because it was backed up you yep. whatever the note said it was backed up by actual physical gold, gold or silver whatever the hell it was and it wasn't until the bankers, the little sleazy scumbag bankers, uh, figured out that hmm, a lot of people are doing this. Why don't we start making loans based on this yep. money that isn't ours? It's based yeah, on the people. Charge people money. interest on it. Yeah, on money that isn't theirs, yeah. and they were charging it. And and the the problems only arose when if hard times hit, whatever, and people needed cash out, and then when they went to cash out. They found out that they they all their shit was gone. Yep. And all they had was this piece of paper saying that they were owed this much. And and that was the dawn of the essentially the modern day banking system. It's freaking nuts to realize it. It is. And yep. when you look at through cultures throughout the world, you know, 
money money was essentially anything that had some value for example you know with my native american ancestors the aztecs you know what what they use as money one of the key things that they use as money no cocoa beans oh yeah to to make coffee or or chocolate yeah and you know moctezuma the 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 last emperor he would drink several cups of coffee um throughout the day you know and that was that was showing off his wealth you know because it it was it was a rare it was a rare commodity so what gives value what gives value to money is the rarity of whatever you're using if it's very rare it's going to be worth a lot more that's why gold for many civilizations the world over has always been valuable because it's a rare mineral there's only so much of it that you can you can get and so what f's the entire system up is when you start printing all this shit that isn't worth anything to begin with it's only worth anything because we're told it's worth something um, yeah, it's our faith in it that gives it the worth. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the the ingenu- ingenuity that Americans have done is convinced everyone else, every other country in the world, that the American dollar is the top dollar. You go anywhere and everybody wants dollars. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it's genius, but it's freaking wicked and evil when you really understand it um, for what it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a slave system. That's what money's all about. Yeah, the system we're Mo- in is, is a slave it, system, and you it, like it, you, it's you a got, slave you system need because money. yeah, it's a slave you system. You need money because, to do anything. Yeah, and and here you need debt. Here's the key part of it: you need debt yep. for it to mean something. Because yep. imagine if debt was paid. So you always hear about people: oh, the debt, the deficit has gone up, or we have all this in debt and debt and debt and debt. That's what keeps shit going is being in debt. A lot of people don't know that. If all that debt was magically paid for and got rid of, there'd be no use for money. Why do we need money? It's all been paid mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. People don't understand that. That's one of the other key components from reading the, uh, these books on money that I've come across. It and I was like, holy shit, I never realized it. That the entire machine is based on debt. Debt, yeah, yeah. It's fucking bananas. Keep you in slave system. Yeah. Keep you. And it's funny yeah, keep, because keep us in slave, through my life, keep us I've in, never had debt. Keep, keep us that? in perennial wars, uh, conflicts throughout the world because we need, quote unquote, this fucking debt. It's yeah. really eye opening once you begin to really understand how the whole system works. Yeah. Well, I've never been in debt. I don't own a house. Um,. Yeah, and I don't, I don't get credit, like I don't have credit cards, I don't do any of that stuff. I pretty much live, but, I, but I ha- I'm not well off, see? <laughs> so you've got to get in debt to get things like a home and, you know, yeah. things like that. So, but I, I've never had debts myself personally. Oh, I've been, I've been ashamed um, to say that I have been in debt. Um I had one. Oh, it's not a shame. Everyone, most people well, well, are. You learn. Like at some point. Yeah, you learn. You know, my biggest issue. So I did experience in my early twenties a year in which I made a lot of money. I was in real yep. estate, and 
I made a lot of money. Um, but this is from someone that I I grew up in the ghetto. Um, yeah. My parents were on food stamps, working their asses off, but we were on food yeah. stamps. Uh, yeah. You know, making the minimum wage, bar- barely scraping by, giving us the mm-hmm. best that they could, 100%. Yay. But, you know, at the end of the day, they grew up in poverty situations themselves in Mexico. And so the last thing you, it, being in those situations for anyone that has never experienced that, I'm just trying to give you the mentality of it, is yep. you don't get taught to save money. How can you learn to save money when you're just trying to survive and scrape by? You don't got no extra money to fucking save in the bank. And that's exactly. the damn truth. And so yep. I'm not blaming my parents for this shit. You know, I'm not bitter at my parents. They did what they no, could to give they us. They did the best the, they could. Be- exactly. But that, so when I experienced some very good years, you know, doing real estate and, and doing pretty good for a young kid uh, with yep. no college education or anything like that. When I had these moments where I was making very, very good money, I didn't save money. In my mind, in my mind, and maybe that's part of my personality too, where I'm like, oh yeah, I made this Well, I'm going to fucking double it, triple it next, you know, next time around. And then the crash of 2007 came about and now I still have high living expenses. um, Yep. And I can no longer afford it. And so I couldn't afford it. What did I do? I started putting all my living expenses on my credit cards. To the point oh, where I ended up yep. having like $25,000 in debt. And it wasn't yep. because I was buying anything. It was me not being, not being able to do anything with real estate anymore. My expenses yep. were still the same, but I was no longer making nowhere near that money. what I was making that money. And so I racked up 25000 and I tried to pay oh, it off, but my my yep. interest rate was like thirty three percent. Oh no! And so every time I made a minimum payment, my debt was only increasing. So even yep. the minimum payment, it wasn't, wasn't knocking it down. It was increasing no. my debt, and it was just getting it was ballooning and ballooning and ballooning. And so at the end, of, you know, and this was a long time ago, so that's why I'm not ashamed yeah. to talk about it anymore. But we had to do bankruptcy and I had never, I never wanted to do bankruptcy because I, I just felt I, I'm not that type of person to do that kind of shit. Yeah. I, I'm a hard worker. Yeah. I don't want to do any of that stuff. And so it was, it was very embarrassing for me to do that. And it took me many years and, and it's happened so long ago that I can talk about it freely now, but it was so yeah. embarrassing for me because I didn't want to go that route. But when when you're paying the minimum payment and your debt is still fucking getting bigger and bigger and yep. bigger, you got to stop the fucking bleeding. You got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, so yeah. I just said, fuck you, credit cards. Boom. I, I We filed it. And um, now my credit is back to where it was. It's always I've always had great credit because I've always paid my shit on time and, and done everything yeah. you know that I needed to. But yep. it, it was a great learning experience. And it... And, you know, I, I I did spend a little bit of time kind of upset with my parents because they never taught me how to save money or anything like that. But then I realized, you know what? Why, why am I blaming them? They try to give me the best. And yeah. it was up to me to learn the shit. And this is why some of my liberal upbringing still comes up 
to play in this because yeah. I do hear sometimes some people, you know, on the right wings thing like, oh, well, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And, and, and everyone, like, not everyone has the same. We don't start from the same starting I know. point. No, um, we don't. And, and so we can all make things better for us at the end of the day. But we don't all start from the same. I mean, if if I was never taught to save as a young kid, um, I'm going to repeat the same uh, fuck ups. And later on, you know, and that's what happened yep. to me. And now that I'm older, a lot wiser, I've, I've learned to stay away from that D word. Yeah. Uh, and and that's not a that's not a homophobic slur. I'm just I'm talking about debt guys yep <laughs> i stayed away from that d word <laughs> but oh. it, it's just it, it, a lot of it and that's what that's kind of typical of regular life that unless you go through some hard times anything like that it's really really hard to learn from mistakes you know and yeah the difference between Maybe someone like me that I feel like I've learned from some a lot of my mistakes that I made when I was younger, and others yep. is other people never learn. They continue the same cycles over and over and over again. And so I just try to learn and take it as a painful lesson and and try not to repeat it. And especially now with these uncertain times coming up, um, who knows where the hell the world is going? We're gonna end up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. And like I've I've been through the stage when I was younger where money burnt a hole in my pocket, you know. So as soon as I got in here I was spending, you know? Yeah. Um and then yeah, you realize, well, we can't do that, see? We have nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we all go through, you know, things that we'd have to learn from and yeah, some of them are hard harder lessons than others. So, but my son went through something just recently similar to what you just described with debt, and I've told him to go bankrupt. It's the only way out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. And he doesn't want to do it. He's like, you know, he's proud, so he doesn't want to do that, you know. Miss um, uh, Hev, look at your, yep. look at your uh, Twitter messages. Okay. And that's just, that's how much trust and love I have for you. <gasps> Hang on, you've got the wrong Twitter one. I got um, frozen out of the Hev's Truth Seeker account. Oh. And I'm in, uh, I'm now on oh, Twitter yeah, as yeah, yeah. Hev's Backmate. <laughs> that's right. Okay, hold up. Okay. I want to get your reaction to this. Well, you'll see my reaction live on the screen. I will. <laughs> I will do. <laughs> <coughs> but that's 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 the love I have for you, young lady. Oh, God love you. Okay. There you go. I think it came it's through. Right there. Yep. It came through on the phone, so I'll go in here. Oh, God love ya. <laughs> now you could put. Oh. Yeah. Now you know what's up, Miss Hev. So. Oh, God yeah. love ya. Yeah, no I problem. I didn't expect that. I didn't really, yeah. you know, I thought, oh. No, we, we, we talk so much and. and, and 
you know, we, oh. we, we have so, yeah, that's how much love and, and trust I have for little you. So. Ones. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and your missus is beautiful. <laughs> oh, she's beautiful. That is oh. lovely. Yeah. No. Thank you for trusting me, Weezy. I appreciate yeah. that. No, there you go. There you go. And oh. so, yeah. Back to the That's money lovely. <laughs> I feel really like special because I know that you wouldn't, you know, no, do that no, with I just don't. anyone. I know. No, I know. Nope. Nope. Not I really anyone. appreciate that. Weezy. But I know. I, really I know. Do. I know. Yeah. Well, I know you're showing. Oh. You, yeah, you're there. But yeah, that's what's up, Miss Hev. Oh, it's lovely. I think uh, your, your little family's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay. Well. Do you is it is what it, I expected? It, yeah, you probably didn't expect anything like that, but but um, now that you hear my voice, you're probably oh, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I could I could put you to the voice now. Yeah, I no. wasn't quite expecting, but look, I think you you you're great looking, honestly, and your missus no, is beautiful. I'm, no, I'm, and your I'm, two I'm, boys are just gorgeous. I want to keep the image that I'm just some cameraman. And little slob. <laughs> oh, I think I think it's I think you make a beautiful family. Oh, well, absolutely thank you. beautiful. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, I just I thought it'd be special just to because I do, I do. I just want to tell you because, and I want people to know. Look, we have we have genuine disagreements about things. Yeah. However, we still that yeah, the love is still fucking there, and and to me that is the biggest thing is that this is what's lacking in this world, where people can't. Yeah. Oh, you voted this. Oh, you voted that, or you believe this yep. and you believe that. We can't talk ever again, or, or we're never gonna be friends. And time and time and again, through the ups and downs, you have been there, Miss Hev, and yep. I do have a special very special i'm not just saying that i have a special soft spot for you in my heart so um Aww. now you can genuinely say yeah i i do have a mexican friend <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you have a soft spot in my heart too don't you worry about that if i'm driving and i hear a song and, and i think of wheezy straight away i'm like okay i've got a friend that that like you don't do that with just anyone you know what i mean yeah so yeah and I appreciate every time we talk. So, and, yeah, it's, you know, it's memorable um, because, every, and when we talk, you know, come Monday, Tuesday, I, I think about a lot of the stuff that we talked about, and and it's just it's genuine. That's that's the yeah. most important thing. That's the most important takeaway because there could be people listening like, oh yeah, Wheezy's so full of shit. Go get him, Miss Hev, and good, and that's fine. I just this is how you get brains you know you get people thinking and and to me that's where the best ideas come from from challenging yes. your own points of views yep. and, and whatnot so and you can't always just live in an echo chamber because that's no good for anyone yeah we have to listen to people with different points of view and consider these things you know what i mean yeah, one hundred percent. Like I've considered, okay, if Trump doesn't turn out to be the good person I think he is, you know, I'll swallow my pride, get on here and say, look, I made a huge mistake, you know, and I wouldn't be afraid to admit it either, you know. There's no, there's so, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done, I've done it. That's the biggest thing when I felt like I've been wrong about things, like the voting Bernie. 
Um, I've had this subscriber on Odyssey that, bless him, hashtag bless, maybe he'll listen to this, maybe he doesn't, but he's a new subscriber, he doesn't come into the live chats, but I've been getting notifications, yep. he's been listening to a lot of my videos, and he'll comment, and most of the time he's shit-talking my guests, <laughs> so it seems like oh, he, really? he agrees with a lot of what I say, but, yep. you know, I, he, I got a notification that he commented on one video where I... I admitted voting for Bernie. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, everyone knew that Bernie was a fraud. I'm like, God damn. I was like, gee, thanks, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't think he means it. In the, I just think he's just speaking yeah. his mind, which is fine. I, I, yeah. think it's, I think it's hilarious. But the only reason I say that is because I want to be transparent with people. You know, I don't want to come out and tell people. But that was yeah. a hard pill uh, to swallow because I genuinely thought the lesser of evils was... Uh, was bernie i thought he was yeah. i genuinely thought he was a genuine person someone that actually yeah. cared and i've now come to realize no he's he's fucking well, we when, when he didn't have time. the balls to call out hillary that was yeah. the, that was the biggest red flag and so he um, handed his nomination over to hillary when he was yeah, looking like he, he was doing he did well it. he, he could have whistleblown everyone saw he yeah. got screwed over Everyone yep. saw it, and he and stayed then he quiet. It to them like got something over yeah, him. Yeah, it's like over. yeah, he he pulled the shot out. Yeah. He just bent over and took it. You know, yeah. Um, and and in this case, the DNC was Cali Diamond, and uh, yep. yeah, <laughs> they, they stuck it to Bernie. But it, it, that that for me personally speaking was a huge yep. pill to swallow. I had to accept it. And I now come to full circle, yeah. And that—that's why I don't trust in any of these clowns. Because even when you may think someone is on your side, going to bat for you, and this and that, I hate. And it's—it sucks. I'm just blackpilled, I guess you can say. I just yeah. It's it just there's so much. You lost faith completely yeah, in it. Yeah, I, I got like that yesterday, and said our governments are dead. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they actually are because they've been dead since 1608 or something. 16, the year 1600s, right? Yeah. And they're just carrying on with the whole, it's a sham. The whole thing is a sham and it's still carrying on. Yeah. And we still give it faith and we still believe in it and that's why the system keeps carrying on. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking into the Freeman, you know, the um, not you know, things with bills and how we're all in debt. We're, we're the only um, animals on earth to live, you know, to have to pay to live. And so someone mentioned yesterday I had a, I've got electricity bill and, you know, they've gone up and everything and I've got people assisting me on how to stop bills. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I can't do it with rent or anything, but might be able to do it with electricity. Just do a ton so, of research. You don't want to get yourself into trouble. Yeah, no, trouble I don't want to get in trouble. No. Yeah. You know, I, I'm in a job where I make decent money. Yep. Decent money. I'm lucky to be making more money than some people with college degrees and, and whatnot. Yeah, but I'm but I'm not happy at my job, and it's not to sound cocky or nothing, but I feel 
I deserve a lot more. Yep. I'm, I'm one of the best employees that this company has, and there's a lot of employees there. And yep. my work ethic, I would put up on anyone in general. I've always been like that. When I was a firefighter, whatever, um, my work ethic, I don't stop. If I'm told to do something or, yep. or this is the job, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm not going to tap out and go home yep. to get an early day or any of that shit. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get a, got another, a job to do, you get it, you do it. That's it. Yeah, and I just yep. been I've been disappointed with this this job that I've had. Um, I don't want to get too into details, but a lot of bullshits going on, and oh, okay, I haven't had AC in my vehicle for over a year, and like I told you earlier, it could be a hundred, a hundred and five degrees outside. And yep. it's 15 degrees hotter inside my vehicle. And it's things like uh, that nature that, and there was something else huge happened uh, a short time ago. Uh, I can't get into it. I wish I could, but okay, big, yep. big, big stuff. And I just been let down by this fucking company, even though they're paying me okay. But oh, a job no. opportunity quote-unquote, appeared to me Ooh. recently. And I was excited, and I was good, and I had an interview for it yesterday. Yep. And one of my buddies called me and said, before you head out there, because I had to go, I had to travel to Fort Myers, which is over an hour drive from me. Yep. And he's like, dude, before you fucking go to Fort Myers, call me. So I called him and it, he's like, dude, it's all bullshit. Oh. And I called this job up that I had the interview schedule. I'm like, wait a minute. You guys told me this and this. I just got a call that you guys instead do this and this and this. And the job gave me. A definition they they did this george orwell bullshit where oh no the same shit you know the double speak yeah yep. saying the same fucking word and disguising it in somewhere so i in their mind they knew that i was a damn good top of the level uh employee that they were gonna get if they could yep. get me and that's why they were recruiting me hard and then when i go wait a minute is this true about your company blah, blah. no 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 it's this and i'm like you fucking scumbags and i just i ended i i ended up having the day off yesterday yeah and i didn't go to that fucking interview and it, it sucked on many levels because i had already checked out from my other job I'm like good i'm about to leave this fucking place that i hate i can't stand yeah and it was all bullshit oh, and no. yeah it's just it, it is though and it, it, it is what it is yeah, I just got to stay positive. Another opportunity yep. will come by and I yeah. will take it. And that's just that's just the way life is, man. You yeah, and, and the, the biggest learning, another one opens. Yeah. And the biggest learning experience is when something sounds too good to be true. It, is. it usually is. Unfortunately, I hate to say yep. that, but 
Anytime we get something in general, and I, I've been pretty good about that. Anytime I hear something, oh, hey, I'm going to do this for you, or this is going to happen, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait a minute. And yeah. that's when I my inner skeptic comes out. I'm like, wait a minute. That sounds that sounds too good, man. Like, I wish that were true. Yep. I wish. Yep. But unfortunately, it, it, nine times out of ten, maybe higher than that. Yep. If something sounds too good to be true, it usually is. That's the lesson yep. I've learned for the last few years, and it hasn't failed me. And so, uh, unfortunately, with this job, they they tricked me because they, they played around with certain words and the way they yep. stated certain things. And they, they practiced doublespeak. And then when I called them out on it, and I heard crickets, I'm like, wait a minute, you guys yesterday told me this and this and this. Is this true? crickets crickets man fuck you guys i ain't showing up to that interview i'm not gonna drive over a fucking hour for this bullshit interview where you guys double speak my ass where you guys probably thought you guys were gonna be able to convince me uh for this fucking job once i'm there and then yeah fuck that i'm not that stupid man and you know luckily i had a good friend that that did give me a heads up and yeah uh, that's talked me out of that but I mean, the moral of the story is whether it's a job thing or something in politics or whatever the fuck it may be, if it sounds way too good to be true, just fucking research it and listen. And in this case, I was ready to leave the house and drive that hour and change, hour and a half for this fucking bullshit interview. I was ready to do that. I was going to leave in 10 minutes. And then luckily, my friend gave me an emergency text. He's like, dude. I just found this out about that company because I told him, I go, bro, I just got recruited for this fucking job offer and blah, blah, blah. And he he was excited for me. Yeah. Uh, This is a good friend of mine. And then he talked to some people and was able to find out more research. And this is why it's good to have good friends, people you trust and shit like that. But he just saved me. You know, if you look at the round trip, you know, almost three hours of driving driving for nothing. Because I would have got there. And time in the interview. Yeah, I I would have got there and I would have told him to fuck off. And then I would have been even more pissed because I would have drove all that fucking way just to tell him to fuck off. Like, yeah, exactly. And he saved me all that all that time. So I'm back at I never left, but I'm just at the same fucking job and just. Yeah. Something better will it, pop up. But something something else will pop up. Yeah, I'm confident Definitely. in it. And, but that's the biggest uh, takeaway is that anytime something sounds too good to be fucking true, research it. Especially yeah. research it. Don't just take anything at face value because you get disappointed, severely disappointed. And so when this happened, I was disappointed. I was because my mind had already checked out. I was ready to fucking make a move. And I was checked out and I was disappointed, but a hell of a lot less disappointed than I would have been had I gone all that way. Oh, no. Only to find out. And then, you know, I did have a day off and I just enjoyed it. I just hung out, you know, and chilled. That's good because you need one every now and then. Yeah, I've been, I just work so many fucking hours like today uh, on a Saturday, on a short day. This is a, this is a short day for me, and I put in eight hours. Yep. This is how ridiculous it is. A short day is considered eight hours. This is what 
the average person works on a regular work week is eight hours yeah. and for me a short day is eight hours it's a fucking joke but yeah i know that, it is what it is in my life, most of the people that I know, including my partner and all his friends, used to drive trucks as well. So I know you can be out for 15, 16 hours a day, sometimes more. Yeah. Hmm. So it can, like, it can, it's really tiring on, on the man, you know what I mean? It's, it's a, it is a hard job. Yeah, it just learning experiences at the end of the day and yeah but again the biggest takeaway that i got and if anyone can use that is whenever you hear anything in general that sounds too good to be true usually is and just do research and then after you've done your research and whatever and if it's still holding Looks up then, good, then you yep. just you, you just fucking hit it and, and good on you for that yeah uh there's a lot of people that are fucking scummy out there. They'll lie to oh, you there are. to your face. Yep. They'll give you a winning smile as they stab you right in the back. Uh, it's, exactly. There's a, as I get we older, we learned a lot I'm, of I'm that even from that. YouTube. You know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. We've learned a lot of that. So. <laughs> yeah, especially from YouTube. Yeah, um, it's just re it's insane. Yeah. But the world is like that. You've got to be careful, you know. Um, we all have to be careful who we trust, pretty much, I think. Yeah, yeah. And trust yourself more and do your own and, research. And, and trying, to, trying to decipher truth is <laughs> it's so, hard. It's so difficult because... It is. We, we have to battle with a lot of our... A lot of the things that we have been taught since we were a young kid. Yep. We have to battle with, I think the biggest issue is we have to battle with a lot of our own personal biases. Yes. Some of which could absolutely be true, but others yep. that could be absolutely fucking wrong. Exactly. One of those from personal experience, from my personal experience, and through the help of James Corbett, was yep. the whole global warming thing. Yes. I was big into that. And... That was actually one of the things that I didn't like about James Corbett um, early on. How he was always talking shit about the Green New Deal and and, and solving the global uh, climate thing. That was my personal things that I didn't like about him. Yeah. As I began to listen to him more, I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, mm -hmm. fuck. <laughs> I've got to change like, my okay, thinking he, now. He's right. He's right. It's all a fucking scam. It's a Ponzi scheme. And the reason for it is because the biggest polluters in the fucking world is not you or I. Nope. It's these giant corporations, corporations. that leak untold millions of gallons of oil into the rivers and trash all this shit every year. It goes unregulated. Yep. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Never suffer any repercussions. They may pay a small fine of a few million dollars here and there. But yep. because they're making billions, that ain't shit. And that's exactly. just the price of doing business. Meanwhile, they get up on our asses for littering here. Uh, now, don't I don't want anyone twisting that. I'm not saying go out and litter and, and this and that. I'm not saying that. I'm... Yep. It, the hardest point for me to understand was this basic premise. 
the biggest fucking polluters are these corporations and and they're the biggest ones and they nothing happens to them yeah but when you and i drop a straw or or a piece of paper on the ground we get fined tossed in jail and all this bullshit you shouldn't be doing it absolutely but to be treated as some kind of fucking uh criminal that needs to be locked up forever meanwhile these corporations do it all the all day long and been doing it for many fucking years and never suffer any repercussions that is why people like myself now um the whole climate change green agenda is all bullshit it's because of that because it is until these giant corporations get held accountable until they're held liable for the amount of pollution and destruction they do to the world it's all a fucking fraud yeah um so that like we're not the ones knocking down forests yeah it took me so long yeah to understand that and it's yeah. such a basic thing, but it took me years to understand that's the problem with the green um, deal or, or you know, all, all this uh, climate change bullshit. That is yep. the issue with it. And Like the environment, yes, we want a clean environment. Everybody does we want clean air, clean water, you know, clean land. We want clean environment, but that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about something else. And uh, when they mention climate change and all that Green New Deal and all that, it, it really has nothing to do with the environment. A lot of it is to make sure they can't lose again. You should see what's written in that thing. I can't believe that anyone thinks it's any green at you all. Will you will know own I mean? nothing. You will be happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, so, all the same, like, it's the same people that are the architects of this whole fucking yeah, uh, and it was an ice age back in the deal. 70s, then it went to global warming by the 80s, 90s, and we're still in, God knows, they changed it from global warming to climate change to extreme weather. It's just like they keep changing the name of it. It just, they can't. It's just fear They porn. can't make up their mind. It, it's fear porn just like this yep. fucking virus was fear And it's porn. all for this, to breathe now. That's that's the, I used to, when I was younger, I used to think they're going to find a way to charge us for breathing because they charge us for water and everything else, right, that we do, one day they're going to find a way to charge us for breathing, and that's what the carbon tax is. Yeah. A CO2 tax. So what you breathe out of your mouth. But the trees take that in and give us oxygen from that. So how can CO2 be a problem? It's like a very small percentage of everything in the atmosphere, right? Very, very small. And, in fact, the, the less CO2 you've got, the less trees that grow, the less green. I'm not saying we should just go nuts and CO2 all over the place, but let it naturally do its thing. Humans do not contribute that much to it. The earth cleans us. It has a self-cleaning system, which I think we're about to find out. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. (sighs) So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot to that too. And I know that the corporations have been ruining waterways and things for a long time because when I was about 14 or 15 there was a river that we used to go and swim in and we were warned that uh, up the up the stream there were paint factories and there were all these factories and they used to you could see it on the top of the water the um, multicolor of either oil you know that shimmer you get off the when you see oil on water? 
Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. The colours and the shimmers and, you know. Yeah, the toil. Used to get that, but they used to dump paint stripper down there too. Mm. In the river. Yeah. And it goes out to the ocean. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen uh, video footage of uh, people that do garbage in um, the garbage trucks dump their entire loads in a fucking river. No landfill oh. or nothing. And that's where it goes down. And who knows where it fucking ends up. But it, that's the shit that makes you heart wrench. So that's yeah. why, you know, someone like me, I'm like, God, we need to save the planet because at this rate. But again, these fucking companies that are dumping their fucking garbage are being allowed to do it. Yep. They're allowed to so destroy the environment. It, it all goes back to these giant ass fucking companies and corporations that allow this shit to go on. And it goes unimpeded. Yep. It goes unpunished. And yet, yep. if you fucking do a little piece of paper on the ground, uh, you're going to prison for eight years. You got to do community service for the rest of your life. Blah, 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 blah. That yep. is the issue with the climate change fraud. Um, yep. Which seems so fucking straightforward nowadays but it took me years to understand it because i used to get upset i'm like yeah how would why would you be against saving the planet but it has yeah. it's not it, it has nothing to do with that it has to do everything with the biggest polluters of the planet going unpunished that's what yeah. it has to do with it it's not you it's not you or i wanting fucking uh you know the three toe, the three toe sloth to fucking die and go extinct or anything. It has nothing to do with nope. that. It has nope. everything to do with the fucking hypocrisy that these fucking yep. companies do and do whatever the hell they want at will and never get challenged, punished for, or any of that stuff. And and you know, in nineteen eighty four, when then when they put their controls on us, it all yep. has to do with control to keep yep. us in line you better not put any fucking straws on the ground motherfuckers sorry but you know what they want to do <laughs> yeah i know but you know what they want to do look at 1984 where they show a screen where it's all beautiful green grass and that but you look outside and it's just um devastation that because that's what they want to do agenda 21 get us off the land they want to rape that land and dig it all up and get everything out of it that they can, the gold, the whatever, they, you know, whatever's in the land. The resources. All the resources. Yeah. And they want, like, the people not to know what they're doing. And that's why they want everyone in little units in the cities because they want to go smart out. Smart cities. Yeah, they want us in smart cities and you're not allowed to travel to the country because they're going to destroy it. That's what their yeah, green yeah. new. Well, Bill Gates has bought a shit ton of farmland yep. in America, but apparently he's doing that in Europe as well. He is, and Australia, and so are China. And so why is this motherfucker buying up all the farmland? Because he doesn't want, he, he's got his um, bio-meat thing happening. He doesn't want anyone growing anything on the rest of that farmland. That's what it's about, I think. No, no, I He's agree. confiscating it, like confiscating it, you know what I mean? That's what he's it's, doing, but he's buying it. It's controlled demolition yep. of everything that we grew up and knew and, and recognized. Yep. And, their plan is going to be have something to find a new drastically, way of living. yeah, drastically different from what we know. Yeah, and that's that's the scary part for me personally. Yeah, me too. Is this uncertainty? Yep. What the fuck is going on? What is in yep. store for us? That yep. 
is what freaks me out, you know, at night and shit. I'm excited about it, though. I'm more excited that I think things are coming that we can actually grab onto and we're going to we're gonna make it better. As humans, we are going to make it better than they ever could for us because who the hell are they anyway? You know what uh, I mean? Who the hell are these people? To order all of us around. Look how many of us there are. Yeah. If we all stood up yeah, and at the we same were time, all on the same page, put aside yep. all your ideological differences. Yep. I agree. Put them all aside. Yep. And realize that you're getting fucked with. Because there's going to, right, even right now, there's a lot of people on the left that are starting to wake up. Yes. And what did it for them was this Roe v. Wade uh, stuff going on over here. I've seen a lot of my friends that were hardcore pushing the masks, pushing yep. this and that, and they are super upset. We're going into the hands made. So I'm like, motherfuckers, this is exactly what I told you about. Now let's put away our differences. And yes, and concentrate if we want on to avoid ahead. all this fucking tyranny, we need yep. to get together. And in numbers, they can't do anything yep. about it. And yep. so that is really, really our only hope at this moment in time, because that's exactly what they're pushing for at this moment in time. Um, yep. I read an article where the monkeypox is going to be, they're thinking about upgrading it to some kind of this pandemic status. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, from what we are told anyways, it's, it's something you get from butt fucking men um, yep. as it stands, but, they're already talking about pushing it to that pandemic level where if that's the case, lockdowns will be justified. Who the fuck is going to tolerate even the most lefty leftists were going to be like, fuck this shit. Yep. I'm out. And so they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's, it's not going to work. It, it, it very possible, possibly could backfire entirely. And, mm -hmm. and so there is hope in that as black pilled as i am i do have yep. hope that that could be the case where um people will will be like fuck this shit i'm not going with it anymore yeah exactly yeah i haven't done it from the beginning and i'm not going to do it anytime from here on in either i'm not Hell going yeah. on i'm with you i'm with you miss Evan. yeah and I, the more the more people that do it even if we are scattered all over the world the more people that do it the more other people will look at us and go, hmm, do you know what I mean? They just It just makes people think when they see someone without a mask or when they see, I mean, I had people giving me death stares in the shopping centre when I didn't wear a mask and I just look straight back in their eyes like, yeah, <laughs> got a problem. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because um, I had one one man, he was with his wife, and he was giving me the death stares, you know. If, if looks could kill, I'd be dead by now. Um, and he was actually giving me the death stares because it was, you know, mask up, everyone. And yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Mm. And he, he literally, I thought, if looks could kill, I'd be dead right now. Isn't that crazy that there's still people out there that have bought into this shit, hook, line, and yep. sinker. I... I don't really but post too much They are intolerant shit. of anyone who go, who has their own brain. Do you know what I mean? That's what gets it, me is they are intolerant of anyone who thinks for themselves. It's the hypocrisy with a lot of these fucking clowns. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, and people can find you on, on Twitter, Miss Hev. Where can people find you on Twitter? Yep, I'm he under Hev at Hev's back, mate. As in Hev, I can't, I got kicked off and I'm back. <laughs> Hev's back, mate. Mate. That yep. is Miss Hev's Twitter. And so I don't post a lot of shit on, on Twitter. I'll occasionally like retweet some shit. I mostly use yep. it to put my uh, streams and all that shit. You know, that's what I mostly do. God, I, yep. I didn't realize I'm not I'm not a Twitterist. I, I see I was looking at some people's accounts and God, I was trying to I saw this one. I think Michael Malice is a, is a guy that I was following. Yep. And he made a good tweet early one day i think yesterday or whatever i'm like oh, i'll just go back to his name and, and find his tweet and then i didn't realize the motherfucker tweets like 300 times in one day yeah it's like a lot of people the, do yeah i couldn't find the tweet that i was looking for like i just gave up on it after all like fuck this i'm not gonna find it so yeah but some people that's what some people do i'm not shitting on you that's what you do but there's people that live on there and i am i'm i'm on twitter yeah, as well what what it. truth pod at twitter so twitter at what truth pod um but the the thing i was i saw i can't remember why i saw this thing on my feed but I saw this they were arguing it was something about trans and shit and i saw yep. this one guy make a tweet about trans fuck i wish i could find it but he had no fucking good point. And then when when someone makes some ridiculous fucking points, I don't know if you do this, but I do this. I'll fucking admit yep. it. But I click on this fucking dude's profile. Yep. And his fucking bios, like, I go by the pronouns he, hate he, him, and they, or some bullshit like that. Yep. And then he, you look at his retweets, and I'm like, what the fuck? And... You look at some people like that, like this motherfucker can't be a real person. Yeah, <laughs> you have if to. They are. They got no brain cells left. It, it's like. it's so fucking weird, man. But this guy was pushing masks, and all, I think that's how I found him. It was like some kind of mask, and I found another person, same shit, and she was a real person because apparently she was some kind of a journalist or whatever. And yep. she was talking about how she was getting criticized for wearing her mask in an airplane. And she was like, I stand by mask wearing. And she had like a shit ton of retweets and likes. I'm like, what the fuck? These people still exist. They still believe in these fucking masks. They we've gone through two years of this fucking bullshit. We now know beyond any reasonable doubt that these fucking masks don't do shit. And you, we can use scientific data because when you wear a mask, you're, the particles Bacteria. are still getting through your fucking your 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 material. But not only that, your eyes absorb whatever's in your environment. So yep. if there is some kind of virus or whatever, wearing a mask is not going to cut it. You're gonna yeah. your eyeballs are going to absorb it, and you're going to get fucked up anyways. So your mask is fucking useless. And two if years noticed, later, we still have fuckers yep. that believe in this shit. It's a fucking joke. I think they're bots. I, I really think they're bots. Some of them. I think some of them are real because they've been brainwashed by this propaganda. Yep. So yep. I think there's very real people that buy into this shit. Definitely. There would be some. 
But I think my, a lot of them are bots and then they encourage the people that still do believe in it to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely believe mm. that. But I also think it's also a case where even the people that have their doubts now. Yep. They are the type of people that will never admit to being wrong. So maybe deep down yeah. inside, maybe deep down inside, they know it's bullshit, but they've maybe, already yeah. committed and they don't want to admit that they've been fooled and wrong. And so they're yep. going to stick with the narrative no matter fucking what. And Could that be right. yeah. is the issue. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Well, I know, I know that uh, Elon Musk, the reason he pulled out of Twitter was because they lied to him about how many bots there were. Then they were going to sue him to try and make him buy it. And now that's going to go into court. And I think we're going to find out how many bots Twitter has in the end through the court case. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't trust Elon Musk at all. I think he's. No, I don't trust him either. But I, think I mean, the, the same guy that wants to put a fucking brain chip in our heads. Yeah, I don't want a brain chip Fuck in my that. head. And don't get me wrong. By me saying. By me saying that I don't trust him or whatever. He is. He is charismatic, sympathetic, you know, like he, the way he talks shit about some of these other people and 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 trolls them. It's funny. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's the same thing with Alex Jones. Alex Jones yeah. is the same fucking way. That guy yep. cracks me up. He's hilarious. But in my opinion, he's one of these controlled opposition clowns. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, I'm just um, like, I don't trust them. But when they're correct about something, I'll back it. Yeah, or if yeah, I find like, something like, interesting that they say, I'll I'll retweet and, it or whatever and, you know. And a lot of these people, even though they may be controlled opposition, and that's part of their job, in my opinion, is yeah, they'll throw out some bits of truth. Like we shit on AOC quite a bit, quite a bit, and rightfully so. Yeah, but even she came out with the truth the yes. other day. Well, investigate January six. Come on, then let's go. That, I agree with AOC. Let's go. Not, not only that, um. She, this was a couple years ago, and one of the things that kind of drew a little bit of my sympathy towards her because, but she, I don't, I don't believe that at all anymore. But it made me yeah. raise my eyebrow when, when twenty one trillion dollars went uh, unaccounted for. Yep. No other fucking politician ever mentioned it. The only one mm -hmm. was AOC. She's yep. like. In in a in a government hearing, he's like, "What? Where? Where is this twenty one trillion? How the fuck can twenty one trillion dollars go unaccounted for? You can't account yeah. for one penny of it. That's unbelievable." And she was the only one that said anything about it. And so that doesn't mean that she's a darling in my heart and blah blah blah. No, no. But at least but she said something. She said something that no one else was talking about. So yeah, a, a lot of these people, it even was, though they may, even though they may be controlled opposition, every now and then yeah. can drop truth bombs themselves. And maybe it's by design. Maybe it's for. Yeah. Maybe it's done so that we're like, yeah, there you go. She's speaking the truth, which that was the truth. But then yeah. it's followed up with other bullshit. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so I'll, look, I'll agree with even the left when they come out with something that is correct. I will agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. AOC, if she says something and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get behind that, you know? Let's yeah, go. Let's and, and that's how it should January be. It should be, it should be a case by case thing. You shouldn't, yep. you shouldn't be 
I'm going to die with this uh, party line no matter what they fucking say because that's when you could be believing complete bullshit. Um, yep. you, you just have to look at shit case by case. And <laughs> at this moment, mm -hmm. I don't agree. I don't agree with anyone, period. Yep. But um, I do find myself agreeing with a lot of what, you know, Republicans say. Uh, like yeah. Rand Paul and and stuff like that because, yep. but even him, he hasn't had the balls to call out the bullshit on Ju Julian Assange. Yeah. He he has I'm, a lot I'm a of balls. I'm a bit wary of Rand Paul. Ron Paul, I love. I love. Yeah, I love his dad. His dad, but Ron Rand Paul. Paul. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, he could be, but I don't know. You know. You just you, you at the end of the day, just take everything with a grain of salt. Um, mm -hmm. Don't go all in. Um, and trust yourself. Just because you want to hear something. Just because yep. you hear someone oh, no. parrot something that you want to be true, yep. doesn't make it so. So no, that, no, yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing people like, have just to. Just because the majority of people believe in climate change doesn't make it true. It just means that they've been really good at brainwashing people. Yeah, you know. So I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest um, biggest thing. How do you feel about? sperm counts dropping oh they're lowering apparently yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well and that's gonna be uh that's part of um eugenics eugenesis yeah, yeah. yep it, it's all it's all taking hold um and then the disgusting part about it is trying to force inoculate the young oh the babies for now for which covid it's not it's even not a, a fucking is is a non-issue, essentially, and yep. it's really disgusting. And and more disgusting yet are the parents that allow their kids to I be know. inoculated with this bullshit. But the and same thing, like when you believed in climate change, that's the same thing they're going through. One hundred percent. They still believe, and it's like, and so please the, wake up for that reason. Exactly what you just said. For yep. that reason. I do have sympathy. There might be others like yeah. fuck them, fuck that. No, it's, I do it, have. It's, it's, I it's Darwinian, why. you know. It's Darwinian shit. The survival of the fittest, blah blah blah. No, man, yeah. I I was there. This yeah. is why I sympathize. I was there. I yeah. bought into the fucking propaganda for the longest of fucking times, yeah. and it wasn't until I finally woke up and snapped out of this bullshit that I began to see things for what they were. Yep. And that's the problem that they're still stuck in, the people who are doing all this, you know. Uh, something will shake them. Something will click at something said, something they hear, something they read. Something will click eventually with most of them. There will be 4 to 6% lost forever who will never, never wake up. And they'll still believe in the system and the LGBT stuff and all that kind of stuff so what you think about that article that i that we went over the trans inmate oh that was ridiculous they're just doing uh, it now so that they like and most of them who do it are predators so they've been put in for a reason of that nature okay and then they just have to say i'm a woman they don't have to prove anything they have to know they don't have to transition before they are put into a women's prison where they can do more of what they normally do anyway yeah. So this is insane. They either need to, I think, in a man's prison and a woman's prison, there should be another area uh, completely blocked off from the other areas with trans people in them. 
And in a women's prison, you've got the female to male. And in the male prison, you put the male to females, but in a separate part of the prison so that they're not in danger of being attacked by other inmates. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that they have, if they want to do that, and then see how many people want to trans. I don't know. Yeah. But they're not transitioning. That's what trans means. It means to transition. Yeah, you, transi you no longer have a cock and balls. You know? Yeah, you're transitioning or you're taking hormones and you're leading to the operations or you're going through, you know. That's what that article what? said that I read was that this individual was allegedly be being was supposed to be giving hormones so that impregnating or knocking people up wasn't wouldn't have transpired and yet it did and then what yeah. happens to this individual they're lying. oh we're gonna put them in with some teenagers yep oh that's even worse <laughs> what the fuck man Jeez. it's it's like it just goes from bad to worse i'm like yep. and then the way the article tried to write it Oh yeah, uh, trans inmate gets moved to men's prison. That's, that's not a men's fucking prison. It's straight up said it was a youth facility. Oh, These are not God. men. These are youth. I think fucking we're just being shown joke, how man. broken our system is. We're being shown how broken the system is. And it's not that it's getting worse. It's been this way the whole time. We're just being shown. I mean, what are we going to hear? Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, no, it's frustrating. It's I'm like, on Odyssey. Oh. I guess I can say whatever the fuck I want, but I'll, yeah. I'll hold back. I'll, I'll, what I was going to say, say is right now is going to be pretty. Go, Wheezy. Say it. Nah, I better not. Don't hold back. No, don't censor yourself. Don't, don't, don't tempt me, Miss Head. I know. Oh, I'm tempting. I, I'm tempting you. Do it. He Do was, it. Go on. He, he, this fucking trans inmate is now going to be impregnating Young boys' butts. <laughs> That's exactly. what I was gonna say. Yep, he won't. He won't discriminate. Why? Yep. Put him in the men's fucking prisons. Exactly. That's where oh, this fucker on. belongs. You don't. You don't. We're gonna put you in a women's prison. Okay, I'm gonna knock some women's up. Okay, that was wrong. So now we're gonna put yep. you with some little boys. Get the fuck out of here, man! It, it's a fucking joke. They know what they're doing. They really, they do know what they're doing, and they do it on purpose. I think. Yeah, it's it, it. That shit just pisses me off, and and I read it kind of lighthearted, but it does anger me because it's yeah. complete fucking bullshit. It from, is. From, it shouldn't have been in a women's prison to begin with. No, and it now been little boys. Oh, and now if you think about being this fucking trans inmate. He's got the best of both worlds. Yep. Best of fucking both worlds. You're with females, now you're with young boys. Yep. Fucking joke. If that's man. not how sick the system is, I don't know what you know what yeah. is. You know? And, and that's what upset me when I when I did research on this article. Was how they tried to spin it. Oh, he's now being transferred to a men's prison. No. It's not a fucking men's prison. It is a youth facility, you motherfuckers. Yep. You guys... And what a way to stuff up those youth more than they already are. And probably yeah. half of them have had done to them before, which is why they're in the situation they're in. Yeah. Because yeah. it does... It, you kind of rebel against everything when something like that happens to you when you're young. 
Yeah. And and so, you know, I can kind of understand, you know, like some of them would be there because things have happened to them that are bad. To put them in this, that position again, you, you're ruining their life. You're ruining, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> we got to change the system. We need a whole. We need a revolution. An overhaul, a revelation we need. We need everyone to. A worldwide um, one. Yeah. And then if, wake if, up if, and then realize people, we have the power. If people the world over on a global basis woke up to this fuckery, this small group of elites, no matter how many fucking armies they may yep. think no they have money. in their pockets, no matter, no, they couldn't do a goddamn thing about us. There's they too couldn't. many of us. Yep. Um, and yeah, it, it'd be a different, different world and history would be different and yep that's the tragic thing about it all even yep. history i don't you could read historical books and documents about a lot of quote-unquote historical events and you don't even know what the fucking truth is anymore yeah you know? i know one of these i'm trying to get a guess for this but have you ever heard of the um what's the name of this uh fucking god damn it it's it'll come back to me but it's yeah. essentially a so i'm trying to remember the year i think it was in 1870 or 90 i can't remember so, somewhere around there and oh oh this is what it was you can google it still still under the battle of wounded knee do you know I've anything do you I've know anything about that? that yeah but I in reality yeah. in re in reality it was the genocide at wounded knee and oh, yes. I'm trying to get my brother, my my half he's my half brother. Yep. He is basically 100 percent Native American. Giant motherfucker. Mm -hmm. He's six foot mm -hmm. four. Good looking son of a bitch. Um, looks just like my pops. My dad was a handsome strapping man. And he looks just like my dad. Just <laughs> <laughs> I look like my mom. I look, I oh, look, really? Yeah, I look like my mom. I look a well, little you're bit. You're still handsome, strapping man, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my half brother, he looks like a mirror image of, of my dad. Um, what I tell people, did you, did you ever watch Full House? Yes. My dad looked like Uncle Jesse. Oh, I used to love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. He was a heartthrob back crush, in the day. Yes, but when I was young. yeah, my my dad looked like like him, and then my older brother looks just like him, except the fucking brown ass Native American version. And, oh, um, lovely. Yeah, he handsome dude, and he's like yep. six three, six four, big dude, three hundred pounds, giant, giant. He's he's sent me pictures before in Christmas time where. He looks as big as a goddamn Christmas tree. He's a giant <laughs> fucking dude. But it's standing he, next to it. Yeah, on it. his native, <laughs> the the native 
uh, American tribe that he belongs to. It's a Mexican tribe. It's the Yaqui Indians. Oh, why? Y a q u i, and he was telling me his cousins from you know obviously from his mom's side. Yeah. If you're five foot ten, you're considered a midget. Oh wow! And, and five foot ten is a pretty <laughs> decent size, you know. Yeah. And, and you're considered a, a, a midget. So it, he's got cousins that are six eight seven feet tall. Wow. Uh, they're just a gigantic tribe when the spanish when the europeans you know tried to dominate them they had one battle with them and they got fucked up by these giant native americans and they never they left them alone they're like Fuck try this. it again yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want none of this we don't want none of this noise and they left them alone and but my my brother is a uh, teacher in Los Angeles and you know he teaches history and shit like that and I'm gonna try to get him on um, on a podcast to talk about the genocide at Wounded Knee because he's very yep. proficient especially with Native American history and that'd be I, interesting actually. yeah he, he's a but in a nutshell what happened was you know the Native Americans it was mainly the Lakota uh, the Lakota yep. in uh, tribes that they got shoved into they were trying to get the american government was trying to force force them into a reservation and the lakota said fuck that shit we want to be wild and free this is our fucking land it has been our fucking land for millennia until you motherfuckers showed up and now you're trying to corral us into a fucking little acreages of land and prevent us from doing what we've done for hundreds if not thousands of years of hunting wild buffalo and sustaining mm-hmm. our families that way and they didn't want it and they sent the that's governments U- for you yeah they sent the 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 u.s cavalry and this was a tough winter that year and the lakota chief uh i believe it was sitting bull I, and forgive me if i'm wrong but i i believe it was sitting bull mm-hmm. that he didn't want to relent but he saw that his tribe was starving uh the kids you know kids were dying women were dying and he's like all right i'll take your terms the terms were that they were to surrender their guns to the government and that they would be given food rations basically socialist bullshit oh and when they went to turn in their guns some of the lakota were like fuck this shit this gun cost mm-hmm. me a fuck ton of money in, yep. in bartering i don't want to give yep. up my fucking guns yep and they went to for the trade and something happened there's disputing events that happened some of the lakota were like fuck this shit and some sh- uh, uh in one of the accounts one of the shamans said that they needed to do a war dance that was another thing that scared uh the the u.s government about the lakota they had this ghost dance they would they would do this dance and for them it had nothing to do with violence or nothing it was a dance to bring in prosperity to the peoples but the the government said this is satanic you can't do this this scares us and and blah 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 
Well, the shaman started doing it and gunshots got fired and the U.S. government unloaded and ended up killing over 300 uh, Lakota Indians. 90% of the people killed were women and children. Oh, God. It's always not, wise, not, it? not warriors, women and children. And the preceding uh, newspapers called it the battle at wounded hill how can you how can it be a, a battle when you've disarmed this population and you fucking yep. cut loose and shot 300 Sounds more people like the genocide it was, yeah it was a genocide it wasn't no fucking a battle and but this is what the media ran with yep and it wasn't until decades later that the survivors of this and the descendants of it like wait this wasn't no fucking battle we were fucking massacred. Most of our guns had been turned in at this point in time. Yep. And so this is a great story for That's those people. For us too. For, yeah, do not ever trust not the, the fucking men. government in handing over your weapons. Nope. So any any people that are like, oh, you know, we too many guns and, and we need we need to follow the government and turn in our guns. The, the the massacre, the genocide at Wounded Knee should be a learning lesson for us all yep. in that these people trusted the government that they yep. were gonna hold their end of the government. As soon the as they gave up their them. guns, boom, they turned the guns around on them and fucking massacred them. And then yep. they try to cover it up for many decades with stories that it was some heroic. Some of the soldiers that massacred these Native Americans were given medals of honor oh, and, no. and, and, and heroes welcomes and all this shit. It wasn't until many, many decades later that the truth came out. And people learned for what it was. It yep. wasn't no fucking battle. It was a massive. That's a huge lesson for today because not only do the same government who want your guns want to defund the police, who are you going to ring and who are you going to fall back on when things happen then? At the same you time. You need your guns. Though, Everyone yeah, needs guns. I, I agree with you. At the same time, these police are getting brainwashed and indoctrinated into yep. carrying out the laws of the government and the state. How many times have because we seen videos? Because they fired anyone who wouldn't do it. They have fired a lot of police officers that wouldn't tow the government line. Did you see that video in Sweden, I believe it was, where the police let out some agent provocateurs? No. Yeah. They do it a lot. The fucking police allow these they agent provocateurs. And when the people <coughs> in Sweden... Noticed these motherfuckers getting out and they were dressed in plain clothes and and tried to blend in with the pro the rest of the protesters Yep, and they were there to start shit They were yep. there to instigate people into getting violent on these demonstrations yep. just like what happened in January 6 and everywhere else Yep, and they got called out immediately and these fuckers ran back to their police van and took off Because huh. they got go. caught out, but that yep. was a huge fucking moment Agent provocateurs in plain sight. I believe that the protests I went to had the same thing because there were people there who just stood out like you, you sort of went, okay, I'm watching you because I don't trust you. 
because they I don't know how they just stood out. They were very well dressed. Uh, I don't know. Their clothes even stood out. You know what I mean? And we had a few of them, but I, they didn't. I don't think, at least where I was, no one started anything in the protests that I went to. But I know they were there from the beginning. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, every country is doing the same thing. That's why I don't even trust the police. Yep. And then like that that example I gave you where the U.S. cavalry going around enforcing this bullshit of taking away the guns of these Native Americans, they were simply fucking... They were hunters. I, I guess part of me is because that is in my blood. Yep. And it runs, and I'm proud of the Native American blood. Yep. That runs through my veins. Yep. And so when I think about that, it fucking infuriates me. And that yeah, should be well, that should be a fucking lesson. Yeah. Uh, the clearest lesson of why you cannot trust the government and give away mm -hmm. your fucking guns. Yep. Because And now look what they're doing to us. Yeah. You know, with the countries that have had their um, guns taken off them, we are weaker. You know what I mean? That's why America's the last stand for all of our countries. America has to stand. They're the only ones left with uh, with their guns. Yeah. So um, the, I think the rest of the world is kind of relying on American right now to um, not walk let us, this. Walk us through some of the gun rights or lack of the, thereof in Australia. You've talked about it in the past. But yep. for anyone that listening for the first time, walk us through that if you could, please. Okay. You can get a gun license, um, but you have to be either hunting uh, security guard, police officer, uh, on land, you can get one if you're living on the land, out on the on acres. Um, or if you do, uh, what do you call it, recreational hunting on weekends, you can get one. But <laughs> you have to wait, I think it's about six months to a year when you apply to get your license. Then when you buy a gun, you have to have two separate safes in your house. They have to be bolted to the floor or the wall and your gun has to be pulled apart and put in one safe and your bullets must be put in another safe and both have to be locked. You are not allowed to defend yourself in your own home. There is no open carry or concealed carry allowed. Um, what else? Uh, but, yeah, you're not allowed to use them to defend yourself in your own home. That is the law that our police commissioner got on TV and said, you're not even allowed to, uh, even if you don't have any weapons, um, you're not even allowed to hurt the person because they can sue you. If they break into your home and they get hurt, they can sue you. Um, <laughs> so that that's our insane gun laws. But you do have to wait. You have to fill out an application. They do police checks. They do other checks. And it takes six months to a year to just get your license. Mm. And then uh, you are allowed to purchase one. But as I said, you've got to keep it all uh, taken apart and stored in separate safes. So if someone did break into your home, you've got to say, hang on a minute, mate, while I open this safe and put my gun together and open this safe and get all the bullets out, you know. Like there's no way you can defend yourself 
in your own home, even that way. God damn. So, yep, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, you, you know. Do, do you see any of, people, of that changing anytime soon? I believe a lot more people are going for their gun license right now. Mm. I think Australia's just had a massive wave of people going for their gun licenses. Yeah. And I know I will possibly be one of them. <laughs> you go. You yep. go, girl. I'm going to arrange to um, do recreational shooting on the weekends and I'm going to go on train as well. Mm. Yep. That's what's up. Yep. Because even though I've I've done it when I was young, they were only like a BB gun, you know, at aluminium cans in the backyard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to know the ins and outs of everything. I want to know the safety. I want to know how to take it apart. I want to know how to clean it. I want to know how to do everything with it. Mm. So, yeah. I want lessons on, and there are places around here that will teach you, so. Do you know how to clean a kill? No, but I have friends who you, do. Well, or you can YouTube it. I, yeah. You know, I'm trying to avoid YouTube, but that's yep. one place where you can learn. Um, yeah, how to I, do anything, really. I've been doing, it might sound similar, uh, or it might sound silly or cheesy, if none of the, you know, if maybe I'm just overthinking it down the line or whatever, but. Doesn't I've, hurt I've, to be prepared. Exactly, exactly. And I've been watching videos on, you know, how to clean. Yep. Rabbits and squirrels and shit like that. If shit hits the fan. Yep. I'm going to. I've got a friend to... out in the country who does kangaroos, goats and rabbits. And they yeah. skin and do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. They gut them and skin these them. These are and all basic that. things, yeah. but yep. these are things that indigenous communities have always done, no matter where in the world. It's the way we should and be living. Why are we killing all these animals and storing the meat on shelves for the supermarkets to throw half it out? We've just wasted killing yeah. an animal for nothing. Exactly. So you only kill what you eat when you are like on the land, you know, you only you only take what you need. Yeah, you don't yeah. take more than that. That's what's this that's what, again. What farming, corporations? Yeah, this factory farming bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> this factory the farming ones. is is so fucking atrocious. Disgusting. It, 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 it's inhumane how they treat their yep. animals, and it's disgusting. If, if people saw the videos of how these and they're up animals, to their knees and shit. That's what people don't understand that. Just because you're a carnivore doesn't mean that you're okay with factory farming. I'm no, a carnivore. I love my meat. Yep. I love. I, I love. Hate I, I love it. But I fucking abhor factory farming. I've yep. boycotted buying any kinds of meat that comes from any of this factory farming shit. When I get yep. my meat, it comes from a local farmer that yep. you know grass feeds their animals, takes care of their animals, and that's what I do. And some people may disagree with it, but that's what I do. But Best as far as factory farming, I am 100% against that bullshit. So because, again, you're feeding into this large corporation bullshit that has complete disregard for human life, animal life, anything. All yep. they see is profits and profits. Yep. And, yeah, they're, they're part of the fucking problem, not the solution. Yeah. And imagine homesteading. You only ever... Uh, kill what you need to eat, you know what I mean? To survive. Yeah. 
you don't kill all these animals and then stack them, you know, in the freezer and you just you do it as you need it. So you're not ne needlessly killing animals. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, they, and you treat them well so when they are alive, they have a great life. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, Weezy. I understand. I know exactly what you're talking about and I agree. That's how we should be living, homesteading. Yeah. I'd like to milk my own cow, not keep cows pregnant like endlessly like the factories do for milk, but, you know, Milk your own cow if you want milk and milking in the mofo house <laughs> and making your own cheese and stuff. You know, yeah. I want to learn how to do it all. I yeah. want to just be reliant on myself yeah. for everything. Exactly. Yeah, and not have to rely on the government for anything. So, and that's that's what I think the change is coming in the way that we live that we are going to have to. We're going to have to go back to nature. We're going to have to get in tune with nature and understand what we, you know, what we do. Um, because people, especially in the city, are too far removed from where their food actually comes from now. You've got children growing up not knowing that that meat comes from an animal. And yeah. how do they not know that, you know? Like, I remember when my kids were young and my daughter said, I said, she said, what are we having for dinner? I said, lamb. She knew what a lamb was because we had lambs. And she said, do you mean lamb? Yeah. And I said, yeah, lamb. And I, she went vegetarian for years. And then she yeah. got really sick and had to come back out of that. So I know my family doesn't do vegetarian or vegan very well. As much as I'd love to, I can, we can't do it. We get sick. Yeah. Mary so that was my life. experience and my daughter's experience on, yeah, trying to stop eating meat because we didn't want to see animals hurt, but it's not necessarily good for human beings either. Yeah, so I think it depends on maybe your blood type or where in the world you are uh, eating to your blood type because there's some people who can be vegan and vegetarian. There's others who just can't. They need We need meat. Yeah. Mm. Well, all of our bodies are different. What yep. one diet may work for one specific individual could be radically different to another yep. individual. It's We're not homogenous. No. So, well, I thought I was doing the right thing because I had a vegan housemate and I thought I'll do it too, you know. Yeah. I won't hurt animals. I'll save the animals. This will be great, you know. And then I got sicker and sicker and sicker and then I went oh I can't I've got to I've got to do something and I think the first thing I did was drink some beef bone broth and immediately I felt whoa hang on a sec okay whoa that's a bit of a difference I feel better I feel more energy you know I feel um that was that was what started me on the path to wellness again I think was beef bone broth. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it really it, it soothed my stomach and helped everything. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you just have to try to be very in tune with your body and then just go with what works for you. Uh, be, mm -hmm. Going vegan may work 
perfectly for others while going carnivorous may be 100% for them. And then yep. maybe, and this is just me, you know, just guessing, maybe most of us are in the in the middle, you know? In the middle. Where, yeah. Yep. Meat and veg. Both. Yeah. Being omnivores. Yep. Yeah. That's very much what I'm like. I... I tried to just eat meat, just meat, and I can't do that either. So I'm in the middle with the fruit, with the meat and veg. As long as I do the meat and veg, I'm all right. And that's how I've always eaten. So I don't even understand how I got. Sick What's your favorite dish to make? Ooh, wow! Cause we 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 know you make cooking videos. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know a favorite. Like there's a lot of food that I like. <laughs> I like beef stroganoff and I like um, a good old steak, good old T-bone steak. Um, I love potato bake and, and cauliflower and broccoli with cheese sauce all over them, which I'm going to do shortly for my videos. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's so many meat. I love chicken. I love meat. Uh, I make a pretty mean sausage roll. <laughs> Which I should do too, a video on that. Do you know how to do a chile con carne? No, my dad used to make that all the time, though. Or, he loves chile ch con carne. Chile con carne. <laughs> yep, chile con carne. Yeah. <laughs> my dad always loved that. And that, the only thing that I didn't like about it were the big red beans. Yeah, that. I have a problem with the you, big you red need, beans. You need to have a, a, a real Mexican chile con yeah. carne. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think anything my dad has cooked will be like any yeah. real Mexican food. No, oh, <laughs> his I, I is mild, And, you and if you I mean? live in the UK and you you think you have had Mexican food, yep, you it's will like never Italian. really have it unless you go to fucking Mexico or you know, or or yep, you have someone that's from Mexico straight up cooking for you, cooking yeah, it for, yeah. Yep, it's the no. same with Italian. We can make spaghetti bolognese, and and I do, but it's not an Italian spaghetti. Spaghetti balls and ass. <laughs> we call kidding. it spaghetti bog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. That's where you end up afterwards in the bog. <laughs> yeah, Dude, the Mel the Melza said it right. The the beans you want to use, especially for Mexican food, is pinto beans. The oh, brown ones. Okay. Yeah. The oh. So substitute the red beans for the pinto beans. Okay. That that'll give you a more uh Mexican feel to it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I'd love to have real Mexican food. Yeah, a lot of what makes, you know, Mexican food I want to try your tacos cuz I make tacos, they're not Mexican. I'm, I swear they're a western version. Yeah, if you of go tacos. to Taco Bell or any of that shit, that's not no. Mexican food. I've never been to any of them. I make my own at home, but I think if I went to like if I actually went to a Mexican restaurant, their tacos would the, be mouth-watering. Yeah, the best thing to do would eat, I hate to say it because I fucking hate YouTube, but YouTube some Mexican dishes like enchiladas, chile oh, verde. Yeah. Uh, what would be a good a good one that white folks would like? Because there's some Mexican dishes that are probably like, oh, shit, I, you know, if you're if <laughs> you're a white folk, you're like, yeah, I don't know about that, but some friendly yep. Friendlier food would be enchiladas, chicken enchiladas, or cheese, quesadillas, mm. chile verde, but YouTubing it, and then if yep. you see a uh, old 
Mexican, Mexican lady. brown lady. Yep, with doing some it. Wor- That's worn, worn little hands. Yep. Cooking it up. Then you know you're getting the real deal, and that's that's what I would recommend. If you, Lovely. If you start seeing like some fine, if you and then and then the video has to be homemade, maybe recorded with the phone phone camera and yep. shit like that. Yep. You know that's a real fucking deal. If it's like yep. in a luxury location, and yeah, no, it's sh- not. Yeah, that, fuck yeah. that. That's not real. No, that, no. just scrap that. No, video. I'd rather have someone at home. Yep. like I, you know, like I do, making their dinner and showing yeah you. yeah and <laughs> and, and uh, some of these other people that do these videos that isn't mexican food they'll use like canned sauces uh you know oh, sauces yep. and shit the real ones will sh- make their make own. a fucking salsa from scratch you know put <laughs> this amount want. of tomatoes yeah. and, and chilies in it and you you now have a, a more authentic uh looking product My ordering Oh, yeah, mine's as well. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's dinner time. Hell yeah. It's breakfast here for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the wild thing with the time zones. Yeah, you have dinner when I'm having breakfast and and UK is probably half asleep. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we have midnight snacks. You have midnight snacks? <laughs> yeah, midnight treat, midnight yeah. snack, all that. All that good stuff. Yeah. Miss Hev, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube under Heaven Sent and everywhere else, Odyssey, BitChute, and Rumble under Hev Truth Seeker. And what time and, do you usually do your lives? Because I've been noticing you've been doing lives a little bit more regularly. But typically, yeah. typically from what I've gotten used to is Friday nights, which is yes. your Saturday mornings. But you've been, Saturday morning. You, you've been known to pop up just randomly, right? Yep. And so, <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes. If I find an interesting story or I find something to talk about, I'll jump on. Um, but, yeah, normally Saturday mornings, Australia Eastern Standard Time at 9 a.m. And then your Twitter. That's Friday night everywhere else. And your Twitter? Uh, is Hev's back, mate? <laughs> That sounds like a LGBTQ. It does, doesn't it? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Hebs back, mate. Oh my god, I couldn't I'm even think playing. of anything to like name myself. So that's just what came out. You should have put Hebs one, two, three, four. Oh, I should have. I could. Uh, I wonder if funny. I could change it. No. Yeah. No. You. I think you can actually. I'm not exactly sure. Miss Hev, thank you so much. Thank you uh, for having me, Wazy. Thank you for calling in. You know, the show doesn't go on unless we get callers, and you are always a brave soul to call in. And uh, anyone oh. else listening, if you guys want to call in, look how easy it is. It's just having yep. a conversation. There's nothing to it, so don't be shy. And we don't have to, it doesn't have to be just me and Hev. We could have several people and Other have people. a good time. Yeah, it'll be yep. a good time. However, you all love coming on. I love coming on to your show. Yeah, and no, and I here, love so. <laughs> I love you showing your support and coming on, and I try doing the same. You know, sh- showing love and support back because you yep. are an amazing human being, Miss Hill. Oh, thank you. And I do understand if sometimes you don't make it because you know I understand how busy people are, and I do understand sometimes that people can't make it. So if you don't, don't fret. You know. 
But when I can, I will. 100% okay, cool. every time. Excellent. You know, you know what it is, Miss Head. You know what time it is. <laughs> I do. And I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Miss Head. Thank you so much for joining okay, us. Okay, you have a lovely day or night. Night. Yeah, yeah. Yep, okay. And you have Take a lovely care. day. Good day, okay, mate. Okay, you too. Good day, mate. <laughs> All right, See Ms. you later. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right, y'all. That was the lovely Miss Hev, the one and only. Thank you guys for stopping by tonight. It was quite the treat. And massive shout-outs to everyone that made it. Miss T, Miss Empress, Demelza. What else we got up in here? I think that's... Freddy Lupercall made it. Hell yeah. 100%. George is still here. Isa, shout out. And yeah, thank you guys for making it tonight. It's a great show. If you haven't hit those fire buttons, please hit those goddamn fire buttons. And there's Miss Hev right there. Much love to Miss Hev. Thank you so much, young lady. You are awesome and exquisite. Thank you guys for making it. I uh, hope you guys have an exquisite weekend. And we will catch you on the next one.